It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 95. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, we will announce the winners of our caption contest, announce the Final Fantasy XIV furnishing design contest, Final Fantasy XIV storms into Gamescom 2017, Moonfire Fair, Tales from the Storm, Final Fantasy XIV storms into PAX West 2017, Regarding price changes for the Brazilian and Russian Steam users, patch 4.06 notes, developers blog, fan mail. Whew. And on top of all that, but first we have guests. We have uh, from the Crucible, the Crucible's here with us, Brahamit and Sefra. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for coming. It's a. It's, a, it's awesome to have you. I just remember that day at FanFest. And somebody rushing up to me, or no, Ruby rushing up to me and showing me, hey, check out what these guys handed to me. And it was kind of amazing. <laughs> it's only gotten better or worse since then, depending on how you view it. This shit is amazing. I'm, I'm holding right now your first edition of The Crucible uh, laminated in my hand, and it says, uh, Eris, Sasha, Rochester, victim, vixen, or vampire. <laughs> what you will see will shock you. This is some good shit. I laughed my ass off when you handed this to me, and you guys have just done some incredible work since then. Um, briefly, just tell us a little bit about yourselves and, and what you do in the community. Um, so we have decided that we are the heels of the community. Which is a little hard to do with uh, LBR existing. Yeah, we, someday. <laughs> Which has had a shitload of news recently, but, you know, that's <laughs> up and down, up and down. Yeah, someday. for more on that, you can listen to their podcast. But uh, we we had the idea. I had the idea. It's me, Saferoth. It was my idea uh, to make a tabloid because it was like, we have these really ridiculous characters that we made for a joke. What could we... What could we make to get across that they're ridiculous? It's like, well, we can tabloid. Uh, so uh, it was actually uh, Brohamit's idea to promote it by debuting at FanFest in the manner that we did. So our very first article actually went live. Uh, the Monday the, of the week of FanFest. The Monday of the week of FanFest. Um, and just that's what we've been doing since then. Is figuring out how we can be even more ridiculous than we already have been. It, it's spiraled out of control. It's a complete mess. Yeah, it has. The way that um, the way that our process works is we are almost constantly in contact to the point where we have a link shell with all of our characters just for the sole pers- purpose of talking shit. Even if we're in dungeons, we have our very own private shit talk channel. And whenever something comes to mind, oh, hey, this would be a funny idea for an article. One of us brings it to the other. Uh, We kind of toss it back and forth to solidify the idea. Then Seferoth does most of the writing. I'd say about 90% of the writing. And I basically handle the social media accounts, uh, finding artists for our comics, and pretty much most other aspects of our brand as pretentious as that sounds <laughs> i'm the talent he's the manager <laughs> well you know your roles at least so that's good 
Yep. I want to read an article of you guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but today is National Vore Day, or at least um, somebody's trying to make it National Vore Day. But we're gonna we're gonna say it's National Vore Day for sure, August eighth. And I've got an article that you guys wrote that's called "All Chewed Up: The Tale of Vore Mimami." Did I pronounce that correctly? <laughs> Vore Mimami. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, Vor Mimami. It's just me code names are weird. <laughs> so I'm going to read this now. It goes, The Alamegans have been known to resort to desperate measures in order to make an attempt at liberating their homeland. I mean, I don't see why. It sounds like a hellhole, but whatever. They once attempted to summon Randy with crystals stolen from the Amal Jaw in order to combat Garlemald. And then there's the whole Ilbert thing with the moon and the dragon and the giant bug death machine. That's all Amigos doing. They're nothing if not creative, which is why it's not that surprising that they found another way to try and fight the Garleans and probably inadvertently kill us all in the process. There is a woman situated in Little Alamigo who is rumored to have supernatural powers where, by eating people, she is able to absorb all their skills, knowledge, and even the remaining years they have left. Her name is Vormimami. That's right. The mother of all Alamegan super weapons is a cat, and she has fangs, all right. No one knows exactly where she came from, be it the Alamegan homeland, the ruins of Mach, or the void itself. All that is known is that she delights in the sick experience that's been dubbed Voring. The screams of the victims can be heard from outside the cave formation known as Little Alamigo, and according to reports, it is the stuff of nightmares. The Crucible went to check out the scene for ourselves on more than one occasion. The first time we were able to speak with one of the freshly vored victims, he said, Don't just stand there, help me! And it took him about five minutes to say that. What with all the panting and gasping and coughing up blood, you'd think a man would make his last words more useful. We had no choice but to return days later, and we found a line. About seven men were slathering sauce all over one another, and when I attempted to join in, they chastised me for intruding on their sacred ritual. It was then that I remembered that the thing was going on here and began to ask them several questions. Apparently, Voring is an ancient Alamegan custom, dating back to the first crossbreed between man and griffin. I don't know either. Alamegos weird. Once every 200 years, a devourer is born, and should the previous devourer still live, they must do battle. Otherwise, a portal into the void will open, consuming our entire world. In fact, the coming of the devourer is why the mad king Theopold killed his entire court. He feared the prophesied time would come, and that the new devourer would be born of his royal house. Why would he think that? Because he was the previous devourer. He killed the previous king and sat himself on the throne, but fearing his time would end soon, he took drastic measures which resulted in a bloody civil war and the fall of his country. And it was all for nothing. The fool had his math wrong. Vor Mimami was born three years after the fall of Alamigo. So now Vor is gathering her strength and plans on Voring the Emperor himself. She enlisted with the Twin Adders because they'll let anyone in and will Vor the Alliance of Forces from within and become a one-woman army. Soon, only the Warrior of Light themselves will be the only one capable of stopping the force of nature known as Vor Mamami. I pray for our survival in the coming days. This war is going to be ugly. 
Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that took all my thespian talent to read that. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. So we had basically a themed month going on in, what was it, May? Or just leading up to Stormblood. Uh, we wanted to hype people up. And, no, it was June because I remember – I kept going on about this super self-indulgent secret project, and this article, yes, it was Stormblood-related, hyping up the expansion, but really, I wrote it to fuck with Saperoth. Because he's an <laughs> asshole! <laughs> Are you not a fan of the Vore? Uh, I'm not what? into Vore! No, that's not my thing. Sorry. That, you want to tell them where the joke? Fine, okay. So, <laughs> the joke came from... Uh, uh, during some downtime in-game, uh, Rohamet here convinced me to get Tales of Berseria, which is a pretty good game. Um, and as part of the story of that, I'm not going to go terribly deep into it, but I, I was on mic with him while I was playing it, just shooting the shit, because that's fun. Um, and as part of the story of that, your main character, her left arm is all demonic and shit. She eats people through it. Mm. Uh, and so, like, an hour into the game, you're breaking out of a prison, and this one character is like, hey, I'm here to help you. And then they get mortally wounded in, like, five minutes. And it's like, oh, no, please eat me so that you can take my power and then use it to help you on your quest. And so as there's, like, this intentionally meant to be, like, really heartwarming moment where there's, like, the sad music, and it's like, oh, I don't want to eat this person, but I guess I have to. I just say to Brohamet, vor me, mommy. Is that what she just said? <laughs> <laughs> I I had I died laughing and I told him that I was never going to let that die. I told him that that was going to be on his tombstone. And then about 4 to 5 months later, I am able to put for me mommy on the cover to have it immortalized. He is never going to let this stupid bullshit die. <laughs> I love it. For me mommy ends. for president. 2020. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, one thing I want to ask, and this was a, a thought I had um, yesterday, and it kind of leads into what you were just saying, was that, you know, the expansions, and we just have the, um, I always want to call it Summerfest, but the, the <laughs> Moonfire Fair is coming. The events, the expansion things, how does that add to your writing? Does that bring more to the table for you guys? Do you incorporate into your quote-unquote lore? How does that work? Well, we have a category of articles that we call uh, breaking articles, which we make in response to events that occur within the community that are like a big deal. Um, like, uh, or seasonal events. Or seasonal events. Like, well, seasonal events are a big deal. Uh, and those are actually additional articles to our regular posting schedule. Like, we always have an article up on a Monday and a Friday. Um, and so the breaking articles go up whenever we feel like it. Uh, but typically not on the same day because we don't want to cannibalize ourselves. Ha 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 ha. No vor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think the first breaking article was actually the one <laughs> was the one about uh, when the when the report came out that the reason the servers were going down is there was a bug where if you fished in outer Lanosia, or was it outer or upper? Uh, or it was the fishing bug that killed the whole data center. Yeah if, oh, you, yeah, if you fished up there and you caught a certain thing, it would just kill the data center. 
So we wrote an article about how a local Limson man fished up the world serpent mm -hmm. and uh, has doomed us all and is deleting entire stretches of time, which is why... Like, have you noticed that you blinked and it felt like days at a time have gone away? Uh, and we ended on the punchline of him saying, like, like, hey, what do you have to say for yourself? And he's like, eh, it tasted, it tasted okay, but it needed more butter. <laughs> <laughs> because we always have to push an anti-Limson uh, agenda. Absolutely. That's neat, though, because, like, you guys are talking about, like, you do dungeons, and you, you know, you're shit-talking amongst yourselves, but you're, it's more like you're mining for something to talk about in your next article or an angle or something, and you use the events, you use the uh, expansion, NPCs that you see, yada, yada, yada. Everything is a, is a creative input for you guys to turn into a an article it sounds like yeah speaking of the expansion um starting tomorrow the day after that we are recording this podcast we're gonna start a series of articles just one based off of every job quest from 60 to 70 uh and we'll be just putting those up once a week and that's content for like two to three months because uh, we'll be doing the battle jobs uh, and more than likely crafting and gathering because I've heard that the Goldsmith quest features Nanamo herself, and we can't not talk about our beloved Sultana. Hmm. You can you can try to force me to do the fishing quest line because I know that you're like a level fifteen fisher, you piece of shit. No, I'm oh, not. No, I'm a level it. two. I've done it to seventy. It. It's actually a good quest. I liked all the three gathering quest lines from six to seventy. So. I'm not uh, bashing the story. I'm bashing leveling Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no, get nice. a controller and do something else. I do. <laughs> yeah. You know Stay what Sons up. of Anarchy is to me? Sons of Anarchy is level 50 <laughs> to 60 Fisher. <laughs> yeah, I guess American Horror Story is kind of the same thing. So I admit, I still haven't done the, uh, I still haven't finished the 50 to 60 botanist or minor quests, because they just bored the crap out of me. Well, and then they didn't give you anything good. Other than the materia, the, the abilities were shit. Yeah. Uh -huh. why, can't, why can't crafting and gathering give us artifact sets? Like, <laughs> I don't because, understand why they can't. Because then you wouldn't have to grind for scripts, and they want you to just bash your face up against the wall. They could just make more gear that you grind for scripts, though. Yeah, or, like, you know make what it they so ought that the diable version is scripts, right? They ought to let you get the gear, make it diable, and then let you cross-glamour uh, it to other jobs. Oh, I bet people would do that shit then. Oh, I, I would love yeah. to run around, uh, you know, in the Weaver pimp coat. Oh, that's such a mm -hmm. nice coat. So nice. Glamour is the end game. <laughs> I know people who think that's a joke. Like I have friends that don't play FF14. They're like, "What do you? What? What is? What is glamour? Is the end game? What does that mean?" It's like I have to be pretty. Like, oh, it's not that important, is it? You have no idea. It's no nothing. It's Barbie fucking it's, dress up, and we love it. It's the, but it's the only thing that lasts. That is true. Nothing true. else in the game lasts. Glamour is forever. Nothing. Everything else you replace. It ain't diamonds, baby. It's glamour. <laughs> glamour isn't really forever though because eventually you'll get screwed over like uh we what was it that we ground like a million times to the, get the divine light yes the shirt of divine light mm. we spent 
God, what was it? The better part of a week grinding Tamtara for that? Mm-hmm. Tamtara hard. Uh, and we did that like a, like a few months before Stormblood Heavens came Word. out. Or sorry, Heavensward came out. Uh, and then it's like, okay, so you know that top that you worked your ass off? Here is an identical thing that is dieable that every single combat job has a version of at just 54. Like, you can just buy it. It's just... Oh, like, welcome to Final <laughs> Fantasy 14, where if you wait, you know, a couple of patches, they'll just give it to you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Just like Healing the court. fucking seasonal event. The Which gear. Event? Oh, the gear for this next oh, the one. Gear? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a dieable outfit of content that's like what a month old. No, yes. but see, yes. See, we'll I've seen people complain about that. Be like, oh, why couldn't they give us something new? Shut up. I don't want to get my characters to, 60, to 63 to equip that shit. It's a good set, and I want to equip it on a character that's level 30, so fuck you. <laughs> but did they have to pick the version with those man pants? I'm just saying. Okay, fair. There's, there were other, there were other, because that comes out of that, that yeah, that uh, violet tight, yeah, that comes out of that dungeon, but all the sets are slightly different. I don't know if we actually got the nicest looking one that comes out of there, but that's uh, opinion, I guess. Yeah, we got the recolor of the uh, monk set. Monk set, yeah. I don't know if it would be better or worse if they had done the thing like they did at Moonfire. Was it two years ago? Three years ago? Where uh, if you had 112 tokens, you could get all of the gear. Oh, God. That was the Posing Rangers year. No, the year before Posing Rangers. Uh, The one where they had... And like oh. the entire event was literally just, uh, hey, yeah. pirates are showing up to screw things up. Okay, you did three minutes of questing. Now turn in 127 fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I got all the items for three characters. I had oh. flashbacks. I had flashbacks <laughs> this year because the fish are back. <laughs> there is fishing, yes. Well, n- now that they've, they've done fish... Uh, battered fish two years in a row next year people are going to be flooding the market uh in the days leading up to moonfire because there's a precedent for it now they didn't do it two years in a row last year was posing rangers and they didn't have that it was literally just do the fates or do the quest to get the tokens really yeah i think yeah. it was the year before that was the fish but there was some how can you not cones. remember this we wrote an i've been playing this the- game for too long too long Tell me about it. I'm still thinking of doing the dance for the Bombards. <laughs> that was fucking forever ago. Yeah. I remember I, ringing the bell, guys. The bell. I, I like the year that we had the uh, the Eastern theme Moonfire, where we got the Yukatas and stuff. Oh, that yeah. was nice. I don't know yeah. why we don't have that this year. That would have been perfect, actually. But whatever. Because we can just theme? go east. <laughs> no, instead they had to give us a uh, article idea. That is just perfect for us, and frankly, that's that's a lot better than, uh, for our purposes, that's a lot better than a really long event that we couldn't do anything with. Speaking of that article, we're not going to spoil the uh, we're not going to spoil the seasonal event quest for you guys. But today, what we do is, as soon as a seasonal event drops, we try to um, we try to write an article as quickly as possible that has something to do with the events. And this year, there is a... um, As part of the story of the quest, of the event, there's a rumor that's being spread around. 
So what we decided to do, we took it upon ourselves to become the origin of said rumor that drives the entire seasonal event. In oh, fairness, it's, it's something we would do. It totally is. <laughs> and, and I look forward to doing the event, Finn. When, when do we get to know more? About, about uh, the, the article's already been live, so okay. I just don't want to spoil it. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, it's gotcha. live, and like no one saw it. Because, because I realized after we had posted it uh, that today, in particular, it seems... Because of the new patch notes and everything, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe everyone's off playing Machinist now that it doesn't suck. But <laughs> no one seems to be reading the article, unfortunately. That tends to happen with the articles that we're most hype about. They get underrated. Vormi Mommy had like eight notes. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll get more, more views after, uh, after this debuts. Maybe everybody will be into Vormi Mommy. <laughs> To be oh fair, I think goodness. the biggest reason it got nothing is no one wants Omnipog. <laughs> I can't remember my password, that's why I can't ever put notes on things. <laughs> well, hey, we, uh, we also have a Facebook page, because we know a lot more people are on Facebook. So mm -hmm. you can always just look us up there. That's what the kids use, right? The kids use the Facebook. They use love the, the, the book face. Book face. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, the, that... the kids use the MySpace. Mm. <laughs> with the with the middies and that, oh. that stuff. Oh my god. I had a MySpace. Okay. I guess then <laughs> let's uh let's let's shoot this shit then guys. What has been going on this week? We're gonna start with our guests. Uh we're uh you guys listen to the show, you know how this works. Uh we're gonna yep. start with Bahamut. What have you been doing this week? Um aside from all of the crucible work that I do, um, my big goal has been to get all of the magic classes to 70, because uh, I want the Goddess of Magic title, and I am super close to hitting that, probably within the next you know, night or morning. I'll be a level 70 white mage, and that's going to be my last 70 uh, magic class, so I'm really hyped about that. Nice. Nice. Uh, I had the wonderful experience of seeing the movie Valerian with a friend, um, and that is a movie that I don't understand why it's getting so horribly bashed, um, <laughs> because it is a fan it, it is the best advertisement I've ever seen for a comic book, because everything that is good about that movie is clearly directly lifted from the comic book, and everything that is a problem with that movie is clearly a problem because of the movie format instead of it being the comic. Like, you're not going... If that movie was going to be, like, amazing, which it, it had the potential, I think, with what they have to make it, like, an 11 out of 10, just timeless classic, but it would also have to be five hours long. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that wasn't yeah. going to happen. But as is, it's okay. Like, the cinematography's great. The special effects are fantastic. It's worth seeing in a theater. I don't know if I'd watched on, like, a television screen, but in theater, it was a good experience. <laughs> but... I mean, I'm going to go see Atomic Blonde later in this week, so... Oh, I heard that was good. I, I really want to see Atomic Blonde. I could give a shit less what Sundance has to say about it. That movie's going to be fantastic, <laughs> even if it's nothing but Charlize Theron murdering people with her bare hands for three hours. It's <laughs> enough for it's me. It's worth the popcorn, yeah. Is it my turn? All right. Yeah, I yeah, guess, go for I guess it. Ruby, I guess Ooh, it's your turn. It's my turn. 
You didn't do nothing. Finally, we get to talk about our shit, Yalta. These two guys have been <laughs> eating up all the time. Yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah, had yeah. any time to talk about the good shit we've gotten to do in the last two weeks. So let's talk about that. So we cleared. God, did we even get this in the last podcast that we cleared O1S? We I killed. think I think that's the only reason we recorded two weeks ago was oh, so that's that we right. Because we needed we needed that milestone in our life. We needed to feel good about our our gaming. Well, life. maybe we are turtleizers, but yeah, you know, if I'm doing good in the game, I'm doing good in real life, right? Charlie Kelly. Um, so <laughs> so we have cleared O2S. And I know that maybe not like the greatest achievement because everybody's acting like O1 and O2 are just, you know, the simplest shit on the planet. But I think it feels good. We've got something that I feel like we can farm week after week, O1S, O2S, get our drops, start building up. Um, we've got through it with little drama, little issues. Um, now we're on to the real test, O3S. So here's where the frustration and what the fuck is x doing and why are they standing in exposition and what's going on and do people I really are already shouting at this week though well, we're, we, like, we're like we're like we're like we're gonna go in blind and so most like half of us were like completely blind and we're like going in yes. and we're like okay let's just see if we can figure out the mechanics and whatever i hadn't watched a video on a guide and all of a sudden people are like you're in the wrong place and a couple people were like getting and we're like we're all in the wrong place <laughs> and i'm like like, I never said at one time, she's typing, we're just kind of, this is supposed to be for fun. And, and so there were people who were like, no, that's not where you're supposed to be. And we're like, dude, we're not trying to clear here. Let's we just save that for three or four clear. weeks from now when we're on the, the 25% for two weeks in a row. And we're like, yeah. who the fuck is still not standing in the right place? Who yeah, the fuck that's is what I expect to hear. God damn it, Yelta. That's, <laughs> I heard that two weeks ago. God damn it, uh, nah, we're 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 past that. No, we're I, we're good. I just you know this is the barnyard animals and all, all the other shit. This is this is gonna be a test, but you know what? It, it's good. This is where we're supposed to be. I think you know each of us are gonna have a week. I just know how it works. We each have a week where we're like, it's fucking me. I'm the, I'm the one that's causing all the wipes. I'm gonna maybe I should just resign. Maybe I should just quit. It's me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, okay, I'm fine. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then next week it's somebody else. And then the next week it's somebody else. But, you know, ultimately we've been through this road before. Every set goes through this shit. Um, and we're going to do fine. It's going to be great. I don't think the difficulty has just been too crazy hard for us to, to compete. There's still room for growth. I know my red mage has room for growth and we've all got room to learn new things. Some of us are, you're learning a new role, Yelta. I mean, I'm I know just you're, furiously medicating. That's you're all You're a I natural do. healer. Just... Yeah. Uh, drop that hate. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I feel good about where we're going for it, but, um, in other news, other things that we did, um, I worked up my botanist to 66 because I really wanted to get gazelle skin maps. I think we're going to do a map party this Friday, really get that going, because I want to see the new stuff. Uh, Yelta, have you gotten to, to floor seven? Didn't you get to six? I I only went that one night. A bunch of us went on a Friday night. I don't think you were there. We got uh -uh. to six twice, but I haven't gone since then. I've been kind of saving up my maps, waiting for a, a An night official. where people want to like really go for it. So I heard seven's hard. I heard it'll I, rock I your heard socks. It's like a, I heard it's actually a little boss. Uh-huh. 
I've yeah. been to floor seven, mm. and I didn't have too much trouble with it. Yeah. We were a pro, so we can't. Says the overachieving mage. <laughs> no, I heard it had the uh, the enemies from um, uh, Diadem in there, like the. Uh, I heard that boss. I heard area. that. Yeah, I heard that too, but I never give a damn about Diadem, so I never saw them in their original form. Oh, no. Yeah, you would have someone would have to have gone to Diadem to recognize them, and <laughs> somebody would have had to live longer than five seconds in that part of the Diadem. I don't believe that there's anyone in this world that did that. I, I don't. I don't believe anyone who says I did Diadem for more than ten minutes. They're lying. The great Delhi, who we know and love, um, a friend of ours from um, Excalibur server. I believe had two of the i uh, two thirty five weapons or whatever the fuck it was at the time. I don't. I don't remember two eighty five, whatever it was, with the the ridiculous number that everybody was shitting their pants for about two weeks, and then they realized that the diadem was bullshit. So um, crazy. I saw but... the fight once, but we didn't win. Well, no, we saw it and then walked my happy ass out. That that, that wasn't happening. So let fingers crossed for. Um, Whatever it's called, the Diadem Three. What's it called? Uh, Eureka. Eureka. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, what else did I do this week? Two lines on Chloe. That's you know whatever. Um, I actually finished a Chloe. That's that's the achievement. I usually don't even finish that shit. And then congratulations. We a, thank you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, and then also we did a bosom Friday. I actually uh, put my big boy pants on and logged in on a Friday night and and did some bosom Friday stuff. And we did um, Susano EX. We, we four people got clears in the free company. Um, we didn't see any like birds drop or anything, ponies, whatever. What are they? Doggos. Um, Doggos. We didn't see anything Doggos. like major happen, but we got four clears, which was a feel good moment. And more people have stepped up to the plate and stuff. And that's kind of what we like to do as a free company. Is like let's inch people up along. So when we do the Friday night stuff, people aren't afraid of jumping into some of that primal content. Because really, that's how I like us. You know, like you got the set, you got people who are kind of doing bigger things or whatever, but. For a fun activity, I think a good fun activity that's challenging and can get people along are the primals. I think the primals are really good content, and I'm glad we had a chance to do that. I just wish we had more difficult primals, but Susano's not a joke if you're 300. And we had a few people who were I-300, and it's not a joke when you're I-300. Now, at 320, it's a little bit different. But I healed it, so I got I got some healing practice uh-huh. there again. I got, got dusted the old white mage off, and was able to fuck around on that. So I personally like the difficulty of this tier primals because it's good to introduce people into them. I'm I'm a scrub. I never did any EX primals in uh Realm Reborn or even really Heavensward. The most I did while it was relevant was getting Nidhogg to like three percent. So it's a really good confidence booster to be able to go in and, you know, learn Susano and Lakshmi pretty quickly, have those on farm, and I actually do want to go ahead and start learning the new primals as they come out now because I feel a lot better about the way that I'm playing lately. They did a great job in Stormblood of the way things were tiered up, and I know from Yelta and my standpoint, because we did the Bismarck and we did Ravana. And Bismarck was laughable unless you had somebody that wanted you to jump every time that you didn't break the carapace. But the for the most part, those were 
pretty well, but then like you never went back to you never went back to uh, Bismarck. Um, it lost its flavor as soon as you cleared it as storyline content. And as yeah, I heard it was dead on arrival. It was dead on arrival completely. And so these have replayability because Sasano has the weapon and Lakshmi with the accessory. So there's a reason to go back. And I think the difficulty is right for each one. I find Lakshmi a lot easier than Sasano because people can fuck you up more in Sasano than they can in Lakshmi. Really, you kind of fuck yourself over in Lakshmi, but you fuck other people's up in Sasano. And I think that pairs up well with the item that you get. You can get up to five accessories for Lakshmi, but then you can get the one good weapon from Sasano. I think the difficulty is right for what it is, and... I appreciate that it gives players uh, a confidence boost, that they want to do more stuff. The more players who want to try EX, the more players who want to put a party finder up, hey, I want to learn this. I put up it, I put it up as a learning party because we had to sub one person in, rep a person. And uh, we had a person jump in, and it was easy going. It was learning. Uh, they jumped into the right party for the, the frame of content that they wanted to do and what we were expecting. Know your expectation. We talk about that. And uh, it worked out, and it was good. So I'm happy with it. I'm glad you are, too, because I think it's it's been good content. And that was my week. Yelta, what'd you do? I threw a Chloe book in the garbage because I didn't do it. I, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to finish it. I, well, I've been distracted by... I've been playing Fortnite. So uh, I've, I've, I've been pretty, pretty much showing up for... Uh, Raid night. I did manage the cap this week. I did not cap last week. I was Scrub. like, I know it was like, I needed like one more run of something, but then why do you need to cap? Let me pull up the list of, of items that have been won from our savage run. And I think Yelta's at <laughs> I did two. Win. I, I, two. Oh, I think did so. I, win two things? I think you've gotten two things. I might've gotten two things. I don't remember. You've gotten two. I know I got a ring. What else did I get? You got gloves. Matter. You got you got hands this week. Oh God, yes, I got the healer gloves. She didn't yes, even care. She the, threw them in the garbage. I'm a she doesn't even care. I don't even care. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I I really enjoyed the uh, O2S clear, and I want to echo what Ruby was saying. Honestly, I, I don't really mind that these first two are reasonably easy, and I I look at them as farmable. So now we can be farming while we're learning three and hopefully clearing three. And then four, we can be farming stuff up for our mains and our alts, you know, in one and two. So uh, I, I had a little try. I'm a slow learner, so O2S was, uh, was a little bit. You say that, but it really only took to us two weeks to clear them both. It didn't, it didn't really take us that long. But uh, well, my favorite part on that one is, um, you know how you have to all have to run to your spots or whatever. whatever. Or was that the other one? Which one was it that Eva and I both ended up in the same place and killed each other, but whoever was supposed to be there was somewhere else anyway? So at least three of us fucked up and were in the wrong spot. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm like, ah, shit, that was me. I killed us. And Eva's like, yeah, I I went, I went, was off by 90 degrees or something. And she was like off by like 180 or something. And whoever was supposed to be in that spot wasn't. So it's like, I'm not, I, I felt bad, but then I'm like, but... Almost half of us screwed that up. <laughs> but then I think we cleared, like, the next pull, so... Yeah, I think it only Yay. took us two pulls to clear it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and I kind of... We're, we're doing two nights a week again. It kind of makes it for a busy week. So, like, we podcast Tuesdays. And then Thursday... 
is raid. Friday, bosom Friday. Saturday is raid. So we, you know, I'm, we're packing in three scheduled things a week, and and that, that feels like a lot. But I like that second day because I can spend we can spend one day knowing we can get through whatever we did before and start practicing and refreshing where we were. And then it's always like that second day to me is like the day you really like. All right, I, we did this on Thursday. Now it's Saturday. I, I remember what to do. I've had time to look stuff up. I've had time to like, you know meld another piece or or, or whatever belden has crafted me potions this time <laughs> everybody's been engaged i do like that part people have strategies we've got the discord channel and people are putting in like rotations and comments and the ff logs and people are like who needs potions people are like who needs some help with their uh, strategy and what we're doing and everybody has been engaged putting their their two cents into it and i think that's kind of what makes a a functional group Groups are not always functional. You know, you're going to have bad nights. You're going to have people who have bad days, whatever else. But I think overall, us as a group, we've everybody is talkative. We function well. We're 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 wanting to help each other, and we're we're willing to, you know, overlook the bad nights and look to the positive. And I think that's what's kept kind of the core of the heart of us together as we've we've continued. I mean, Yelta, you and I have been together every goddamn step of the way. It's been since uh, the first turn of coil. Turn one. Turn one. Well, some of this is like remembering how to put raid base. I know we did, you know, we raided uh, Alexander, but that was, that tier, that last tier was real easy. Yeah, and that was a little different because we were kind of ass backwards. You know, we gave up at the Mm -hmm. beginning and then we came back at the end and, uh, you know, tried to finish as strong as we could right at the very end, knowing it was just kind of like, this is us giving a damn for once in storm in uh, heaven's word, and I, I, we made a good show of it right at the end. I felt mm-hmm. I felt good about our efforts, and the same group said, "Fuck yeah, let's continue. Let's let's keep it going for storm." Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying getting gear that's actually relevant. Oh no right shit! Now. That's, that's, with no that's echo, we beat two with no echo. That's uh, nice. No echo. All right. Well, that was my week. Uh, you can shoot the shit. Listeners, go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and let us know up to for the last two weeks. All right, then I guess it's time to announce the winner of our Gather Together Caption Contest. We have a special treat. Uh, Kariri, one of our founding members, is back. She, 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 has, she has viewed the image, and she has read the captions, and she has chosen a winner. <laughs> So hey, hello, hello, Kariri. Hi, Hi. how's it going, you guys? It's it's lonely without you. (laughs) We love you, Kariri. I miss you guys so much. Oh my god, so great to be here. I'm glad you guys asked me, and I love the picture you took. Just from the look on Ruby's face to the just. It's the swimsuits and the place and the pot and it is just adorable and I was so happy to read through all of the entries. Whoa! We had. Uh... Sorry, go ahead. I want to know who the winner is. What? Well, I think my favorite one. There were actually three or four that made me laugh out loud at my desk at work, and my boss was looking at me funny. I will tell you there right off the bat because it was there are some really really excellent ones here. But my favorite was R.J. Dietrich. It says, um, "Starving sailor about to put potato in fish stew, 1865 colorized." 
That was absolutely my favorite one. I just, I that made me laugh the loudest and the longest. So, yep. Um, where's I gotta the potato? Say... Oh, wait. <laughs> we know what the potato I is. I would never cook you, Yelta. Uh, you would never, never cook me with a fish? Yeah. An elf would kill me if I tried to eat you. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. I will say yeah, there's, there's a, right now. <laughs> there, there are a couple I'd, I'd shout out as well, though, because there's a couple here that also tickled me. I like the uh, Ruby and Yelta pick up Spoonie's mail order bride. That killed me. Love you, Spoonie. And then um, this one made me laugh before I realized it was actually Millie. Um, Ruby, Catfish, Shake and Bake, and Yelta, and I helped. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I just... I could just hear, I could hear him saying that. So that, that one made me pretty happy as well. Did you have a favorite Yelta or a couple you liked? Uh, I, li- I like the one that, that you picked as the winner. Uh, I do like, uh, I don't know how to say your name. I like Triamani. It's only making it stronger, Yelta. Run for it. Yes. I love that one. It really, it, I don't know why it just caught me as really funny. But there's, yes. there's a lot of good ones in here. Um, what was the other one I really like? Yeah, I like the I loaf and all Lara's. See, I told you the fish smell didn't come from me. Yes. Uh, womp womp. Oh, man. There was one more you mentioned. Was it Nikolai? Wait, that, we yeah. can explain. <laughs> the fish signed a consent form and everything. That all one. right. That is awesome. All right. So the winner is RJ Dietrich. Uh, I don't have an email address for you. You're going to have to send us some contact information at uh, gtffxiv at gmail.com, and we will send you those delicious codes. And uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, entering the contest, and thank you, Kariri, for coming and judging. Well, thanks for having me. It was great to great to hear you both again. Awesome. All right, then. The first round is noon. All right, announcing the Final Fantasy XIV Furnishing design contest. I might enter this one because I have an idea. We need to enter these fucking contests. <laughs> we always read these things and then forget to enter this shit. This is a good one. I, I want an indoor birdcage. I, have... I want an indoor sparring ring where we get to beat each other up inside a house. Actually, that's a better idea. Yeah, we've had this idea where you know how you can get a triple triad board and mm-hmm. you can play triple triad in the house. What if you get a sparring match? And you could just one v one people indoors. That's hot. Yeah, we yeah we've actually thought that would be cool, like in your yard, especially like to have like a fight in the yard or something. I just think it'd be hilarious to beat the shit out of someone in your own house, Uh, or even better, walk into their house and beat the shit out of them. All right, they've written this up really cute. Like it's the uh, an open letter from the guild masters of the three city states to the adventurers of Eorzea. So I'll read it. Adventures of the realm, in light of recent events, trade with Alamigo in the Far East is increasing rapidly. But while our markets continue to thrive, our patrons grow weary of the wares landing our shelves. To that end, we guildmasters of Aeor's various tradecrafts now seek the aid of the realm's most talented artisans. We bid you lend us your creative minds and world experience in designing new furnishings. Be they made of rare metals and supple leather or precious gems and fine fabrics, it matters not. Patrons of the realm overweight with bated breath for fashionable furniture to usher in a new age of interior decorating. So this is, okay, the requirements. You have to have an active Final Fantasy account, 
at the time of submission and uh, rules. Uh, the entry period is August through August 28th, so you got time. The theme is create a furnishing item you would like for your house. Any furnishing aside from housing exteriors, roofs, roof decorations, exterior walls, uh, windows, doors, blah, 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 placards, fences. So pretty much any piece of furniture, I guess, you would like for your house, right? They will announce the winners on the Lodestone Friday, November 10th, and you will receive a set of the following six items. So it's all of them, guys. It um, is the Gala Cap, yeah. Noble Barding, Mandagore Choker, Armin Choker, Bluebird Earring, Scarf of Wondrous Wit. I think I have a couple. You know, okay. I mean, and these are great. I'm always happy to get these. It's the same stuff every time. And Gala Cat, uh, that's from 3.0. That hat is atrocious. Where, where's some 4.0 <laughs> shit? Where's the Stormblood shit? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, I do. I want that Noble Barding, actually. I don't know why, but I like it. I've been wanting the Airman Choker for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, need I think I got the Bluebird Earrings. Yeah, when you play Edgelord Twins, you have a... <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Well, uh, how to enter? You guys go read all this stuff because I don't want to get blamed if we're. But uh, you have to create a digital image of the furnishing item, uh, which you can do a digital graphic or you can take a photograph of your artwork. And uh, you have to provide all the stuff uh, like what material it is and diable parts and size comparison and blah, blah, blah. You need one to three images. Front design is required, side design is required, and back design is required. It has to be a JPEG or a PNG. And email, oh, this is an email. You email them to ffxiv underscore contest at squareenix.com. So nice. Go check. It's, and how many, how many people are they doing? This is, how many people win? 50? No. Hold on. 100. So hundred, a hundred. We'll Considering how much technical skill that takes, it sounds like you have a really good chance of winning yeah. if you submit basically anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't do a stick figure. I've done that shit before, and that didn't work out. <laughs> you did not. Did I did not, not, do not win. All right. Okay. Then uh, Final Fantasy IV was into Gamescom 2017. I don't know. Oh, this is in Germany. So I'm gonna rush right over there. It's August 22nd to 26th. They're going to be in Hall 9. Ooh, they're going to do the battle challenges again. Susano and Lakshmi. There's t-shirts. This is the part, isn't this the part, Ruby, where we whine about the fact that we, that didn't... we didn't get a t-shirt at FanFest? Yeah, this is typically the spot that I bitch about that. But, you know, I'm all out of bitching. I like these little um, lanyard things or whatever when you beat the... Um... The battle challenge, the I beat Sophia, Bismarck, Sephiroth, all that. I, I want I want one of each, because I've beaten them all. Yeah, but you have a Firebird. Well, yeah, so? <laughs> I still want everything. This I is coming from all. you, Yelta. You want everything. God. I want everything. I'm Baruch Assault. I and want I want it now. now. Well, you can't really brag unless you have the I beat Ralvon t-shirt. That's true. And I didn't. I had to wait. I, I, I got through when most people did on that Sunday morning. Frankly, we deserve a I Beat Birchline EX shirt. Are you going <laughs> to tell this story again? I don't think we should tell this story, because if we tell this story again, then we're going to have the community leads breathing down my neck yet again, and I really don't want to have chaperones assigned to us next time we go to FanFest. See, he told this story about he did a thing that he was not supposed to do, at FanFest, 
while we were on Maelstrom Radio. And it just so happened that he didn't realize that Ockmorn was in the chat listening. Not just listening to the podcast, actively in the chat while it was being streamed. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. oh, I have a picture of Yoshi P sleeping out front of uh, PAX Prime 2013 when I was going to get his signature. And then Matt had to tell me to get the hell out of the area that I was in. So <laughs> been there before, so I feel you. Well, I would just like to point out that um, if you're in Merchline EX, you should pay attention to your surroundings and not leave like a 20-foot gap between you and the next person in line. And if you do that, you get what you have coming to you. Congratulations on your lore book. Yes, we got Literally, yes. Literally that. I, I mean, what else would it be? Congratulations on getting the lore book and skipping ahead in line. Hey, that's how I met I my Cinna. I skipped ahead in line to get Yoshi P's autograph at PAX Prime 2013, and she was the one that let me sneak in line next to her, and now we're married. Oh, sweet. <laughs> it's a romance. So that worked out. Um, should we tell our big fan fest story? Yeah, can we do that real quick? Tell the yeah, fan fest story. Okay, so ever since, like, as soon as I realized, like, I'm, yes, I am going to be able to get tickets to FanFest, it is going to happen. As soon as I realized that, as soon as I was ready, as soon as I was, like, buying that shit, I spent every single three days, I never went more than three days in the chat where I was talking with all the people that we were going to share the hotel room with, uh, where I would just never shut up about, hey, they're going to play Brute Justice, right? Because that's the best song ever. Like, Brute Justice is just the best. It's the best fight. It's the best song. <laughs> Brute Justice is amazing. That's going to happen, right? And everyone's like, I don't know why you're asking us. I'm like, no, but it has to be Brute Justice. Brute Justice has to be there. Like, okay, sure, whatever. Please shut up. Like, no, Brute Justice! Uh, so when we're there on the second day of FanFest, um, I had actually fucked my feet up really bad the previous two days because I wore motorcycle boots. Don't, like wear, an idiot. Motorci- don't wear motorcycle boots to a convention. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically spent uh, most of the second day uh, aside from standing in line to see Koji, uh, I spent... Koji. Oh, dude, Koji loves us. Koji loves us. He wanted more copies of our cover. We gave him one, and he was like, "Can I have more?" And we were like, "Fuck yes, you can." <laughs> Koji's the reason Delta that we've been going one. so hard. Koji's been supporting us since day zero. Uh, but yeah, so we, uh, I grabbed seats at the very front and just stayed there the entire day. Like I am not, I'm not moving. I'm going to be at the front when primals play uh and so there's that moment in the concert where uh Sokin asks hey what song that we already played do you guys want to hear again or whatever it was he asked but again. i misheard i misheard him or what song do you want to hear again i misheard him and i thought he said what song do you want to hear and so people start chanting song names and i go straight into brute justice and this motherfucker joins me as soon as he hears what i'm saying and then everyone around us that came with us starts yelling brute justice and then everyone in the rows around us starts yelling Brute Justice. And so we started the entire Brute Justice chant that was at FanFest. That's hot. I, I remember the chant because I was drunk off of a blue raspberry daiquiri and I was passing out uh, glow bracelets to everybody that was around me. And I recall the chat uh, clearly. And then what did they end up playing? It was not Brute Justice. They, they played didn't play Brute Sephiroth Justice at all. again. Yeah, yeah. Sephiroth. Yeah. What's funny about that is uh, we 
we actually were not seated that far away from uh, Sly. And I remember him going forward and back. Then, like, the chant got to him. And he was like, fuck it. Brute justice! I, I am I'm going to get a ticket to the next fan fest, and I'm going to be so sad if they don't play Brute Justice. My only comment to that is where's my fucking Oblivion? They have not played that once at either fan not fest. For us. I, I thought I for sure they would do like song. I thought for sure they would do like a piano version of it uh, at the, the first night or something. Very bitter. Like, Give me Sophia next time. <laughs> Sophia, yeah, yeah. All right. Clearly, what we need is just the most ridiculous songs. <laughs> All right, then I guess we can talk about Moonfire Fair. It's the uh, summer event. So uh, there's fireworks. That's all I know. It's uh, 8 8, so today until 8 26. And um, like most years, there, there's a quest, there's fabulous prizes. I haven't done it yet, so. Yeah, I did half of it. <laughs> I, I'm still at the point where you have to turn in tomes. A comment was made. It's mildly homophobic, but not really. I don't know what that means. I'll wait till I do the story. I, I'll tell you about it next week. I've been, uh, I've been trying to I've been trying not to listen to spoilers because I I you know I was working today and somebody in one of our uh one of my uh not leak shells line chats starts talking about the event and I'm like shut the fuck up I didn't type it I just shut down the chat but it's like don't don't spoil it for me and and we've got gear um rehash shit that's a diamond yeah we got the gear furnishing items. I am and, glad and, snow and, is furnishing, yeah. And we get the theme song of the Go-Go Posing Rangers, and that is incredibly important. <laughs> that is pretty good. I am happy about that. That event I loved so much that at the time I had 16 characters on Belmont, um, and I had, to, I had to do it 16 times. And not only did I have to do it 16 times, uh, eight or nine of those characters were not level 30 yet, Three of those characters were level one. <laughs> um, and guess what? Once again, Moonfire Fair gets to be the bane of my fucking existence because I have eight characters on the new account that have to be leveled to 30 from 15. Hooray! Wonderful. <laughs> uh, I only hey, did a lot of them like three. 15. Sorry, what? At least you're starting at 15. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking consolation. At least I started with four hours of gameplay instead of Zero, sure, wonderful. Can we talk about this Mikote's ass? Uh, okay, yeah. Always. Go for it. I, talk I'm just about saying, it's, it's, well, blam. It's, it's right out there. This poster is all about the ass and the tits. You can kind of see a little bit of, I feel like don't even have nip. asses like that. Isn't yeah, that why, one of our why giant our complaints? Ass, right? Oh, is no that ass slider. No ass. Yeah. No, they, no. Have you seen the image where they showed the Mikoti's ass from 1.0 compared to the ass in 2.0? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they don't have one anymore. I mean, this event just came no out today, but I'm certain this poster has been fapped too. I, I'm just leaving. That <laughs> oh, there. obviously. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's this community. There's all. There's already horrifying remixes of it out there somewhere. <laughs> oh. Someone has made the the Vor version of that poster already. For me, mommy. All right, we have a Tales from the Storm. This they did this in uh, 
I don't think they did this in Heaven's Word. They did this in other things where they a realm it, there's just not enough. Yeah, it's not not enough uh, room in the game apparently for lore. So they they've given us uh, lore stories, little short stories. Koji's and Outlet. Koji's Outlet. I I haven't read it yet, guys. I, I tried. <laughs> I, I I really meant to, and I got as far as Conrad. I knew it was Conrad. Something about the Alamegan Resistance. But I like when they do these. I usually like read them all at once and like some boring afternoon uh, at work. But uh, I like that they do this because it gives a little bit of background to uh, the, the characters and, and the story. Because you, you know there's more story. And when Koji's told us there's way more story than you could ever actually fit into the game. So it's good that they, they, they have another way to get it to us. It's even better that it's about characters that we actually care about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not about some fucking pricks from Ishgard and also Isail who deserved better. I feel like she got too much. I'm not bitter. Is. You fuck yourself. Whoa. I'm not bitter. I don't know what you're talking about. Astinian. You know, she and Astinian made a cute couple. You shut your whore mouth. Not we're, These people are nice and they invited us onto their podcast and I don't want to poison it with this filth. Oh no! I say you shut your whore mouth to Ruby all the time. And I have a whore mouth, so it's correct when she it says works. it. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. I meant I meant talking oh, about yeah. vileness that is the worst sure? character in the Final Fantasy series. No, okay. What is so worst? fucking wrong with Estinian? Tell me. Everything about his goddamn character. <laughs> okay, go. okay. No, we're doing this. We're fucking <laughs> doing this now. All right, so. First off, I have never in my life seen a video game character outside of Beyond Fucking Two Souls that is so wrong about everything and such an asshole and such a piece of shit from a terrible fucking country with no redeeming qualities whatsoever who the narrative constantly fucking tells you is right. You know who's right? Estinian. You know who's good? Estinian. Isail. She wants peace? Pfft, fuck that. You want to kill every dragon, right? <laughs> what? The dragons weren't the aggressors in this war? You mean Ishgard? The fucking shit-ass, fucked-up, super-religion, fucking mindless... God, fucking... The, the 2.0 quest where you find out that they are the dumbest country in the world because they throw children off cliffs because someone who says they're an inquisitor. That's it, by the way. That's all the fucking proof that guy has. He shows up. He's like, hey, I'm an inquisitor. Okay, sure. We'll throw kids off fucking cliffs. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Astinian's from that country. We're supposed to like him. We're supposed to love him. The narrative's like, oh my God, Astinian's so fucking cool. No, fuck you. He's not. He's a prick. He does nothing good for anyone. There's nothing Astinian does that you couldn't have done yourself. And that goes double if your character is a fucking Dragoon and you did that goddamn fucking shit-ass quest line. Because you murdered him! I killed Astinian! He's dead! And they brought him back because they wanted to torment me. Me, personally. (laughs) Fucking... Ah! Astinian is an asshole. He treats the only good fucking characters in all of Heaven's Word like absolute dog shit. He's constantly shitting on his sail. Every single fucking conversation they have. Every single fucking time they... Every single like he left her flowers. Yeah, I thought that was fuck his you. Mac. No, fuck you. Estinian's <laughs> a piece of shit. <laughs> and so it's fucking Isail, who is the only good fucking character in the majority of Heavens where it's goddamn main story, because Lord knows they couldn't give Hilda a meaningful role. Which, by the way, when you do fucking final steps of faith and it's like, hey, 
we just wanted to tell you that Ishgard's totally changing and it's for the better and like power to the people and all that, but they don't get to fight the dragons. Why would we have like why would we have that moment where the lowborn are doing anything? Like we wouldn't let them do anything. Instead, we have to have all these stupid fucks fight dragons on their own on the bridge and get fucking wrecked because of course they do. They suck. All of them suck. Their entire civilization and t- everything about them. They have been at war for a thousand fucking years. Every single thing they do, every single word they say, they're fucking bur- desserts, their architecture, their fucking statues, their art, their religion, their culture, their fucking use of language. They named their elite units fucking dragoons. Everything about their culture is devoted single-mindedly, single-purposely to nothing, nothing but genocide, nothing but eradication of every single dragon and anyone who takes their side, despite the fact they started the fucking war. Fuck them. And you're you know what? You're supposed this, to you're supposed to believe we're supposed to believe that Ishgard, like, oh, you killed you killed the evil pope, and now everyone's cool with it. And like they tried, they tried so hard in 3.1 and 3.2 and 3.3 to be like, oh, well, see, change doesn't come overnight. Fuck you. Change doesn't come, period. It's a thousand years. They don't have a fucking culture. They don't have a culture other than murder. They don't have a culture other than murder. They throw children off cliffs. For fuck's sake, they're, one of their fucking geographic locations is called fucking Witch Drop. That's what they have. That's all they have. They have shitty architecture. They have a bland fucking civilization. They have stupid elves that people stand for left and right because they're hot boys. Oh, I love the heavens work. They're so great. They need to have two fucking pages in the lore book. And we need to ask questions about them because they're such good fucking characters. No! The only good part of the fucking heavens word is that they are an interesting way to incorporate the summon Knights of the Round. And that's it! That's all there is! That's all they have! <laughs> they boil down, dude. They have an interesting but, fight. That's it! <laughs> They're fucking pricks. Their voice acting sucks. Their dialogue sucks. Their dungeon sucks. Every single part of Heaven's Word that directly relates to Ishgard is the worst part of the fucking game. And I include 2.1! I include fucking 2.1! I'll go fuck around and get fucking bullshit so we can get Minfilia's mom back because she's too much of a fucking asshole to let her daughter know she's alive over doing fucking anything of Heaven's Word next. And you know what? This is not... This is not me, like, half-remembering things, okay? I've done Heaven's Word 12 fucking times! 12 times! I'm sick of it! I hate it so much! So what I think he's trying to say is that, uh, sickness must be purged. The sickness must <laughs> purge you! <laughs> did you did you do the Scholastica quests? Because those made me want to hate them, too. I still no, he didn't. Those. You didn't? No. I didn't do them, no matter how much they try to bait me into it with emotes and outfits. I'm gonna get the glasses. Like, hey, don't you, don't, you want to, don't you want to learn more about the lore of Ishgard? You know what else I didn't fucking do? I didn't stand for harsh fun. In fact, when everyone else is like, oh, it's so sad that harsh fun died. He's the best character ever. I fucking cracked a joke within five minutes of seeing that cutscene. I'm in fucking Link Shell going, hey, you know... Dude's a bastard? That means that faulty manufacturing brought him in and out of this fucking world, because if his shield wasn't a piece Hey-o. of shit, it would stop that arrow. Fuck you, Harsh Font. Fuck you for people loving you. Fuck you for being a character that exists to do nothing, nothing but be the puppy that get the villains kick. That's it. That's all he has. His entire character is, I love you, you're the best. I love you, you're the best. I'm gonna suck your fucking metaphorical dick, Warrior of Light, because I love you, and I'm the only person in this world that unconditionally supports you, even though there's no fucking reason for my character to do this. He's the only Ishgardian in the entire world that appreciates you other than his dad, and his dad only appreciates you because he has to listen to Harshfont never shut the fuck up about you for six months. 
Don't forget he was also a horse one time. He was a horse. I liked Harsh Fun before they actually like took away some of his weirdness. They like they like made him more palatable and more a story thing and I, I liked it when he was just fucking weird before that. Yeah, yeah, that that would that would have been nice. That would have been nice if he had a character and a personality. And the worst fucking part of Heaven's Word, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I swear. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you do this your entire fucking podcast, okay? But you started this. The worst fucking part of Heaven's Word. The worst part of Heaven's Word. First off, how they treat Hilda, because Hilda does nothing. They mm-hmm. Hilda Agreed. exists for the world to shit on her and for you to know that Ishgard is trash. Like, all of the quest line where you're looking for Hilda, it's like, by the way, did you know Ishgard sucks? Hey, did you know Ishgard sucks? Dude, dude, you're not going to believe this. Ishgard sucks. No shit? Ditto the Dark Knight quest line. Ditto the Machinist quest line. Ditto the Astrologian quest line with a dash of Soda Charlayan. Um, yes. and, and the worst part of 3.3, the worst fucking part of all of Heavensworth, the worst part of Final Fantasy XIV, one of the worst parts of the entire Final Fantasy goddamn motherfucking series, okay, <laughs> is when you go to that fucking bridge... You fight Nidhogg, who is right? You know what? <laughs> Let's backtrack for a fucking second. <laughs> okay? You are an elder dragon, okay? You are one of six in the entire fucking world. Your dad is the only thing on this entire planet other than your siblings that you have any hope of relating to in any regard. You're a fucking alien. You don't even come from this planet. And you're here. And you know what? You fucking tried. You have tried to be peaceful with these fucking piece of shit humans who don't deserve it or cure and Alice and fucking cares people these fucking mortal flies these insects that live for nothing no duration whatsoever compared to you okay your children do not become adolescents in the lifetime of these pieces of shit right so you have six siblings bahamut dead okay fucking tiamat missing they would probably presume dead, actually locked up in an elegant death machine, which, let's be real, that's way worse. Um, fucking that other sibling that I forget, dead. And then so- Oscar. Oscar, yeah. Yeah, it's you, your brother, and your sister, and that's it. That's all you got left, because Lord knows Midgard Stormer is probably the most neglectful dad in the world, because <laughs> every single time they talk to him, they're like, oh, wait, what the fuck? You're a, you exist? Dad. <laughs> like- so, I don't yeah, know. I'm, sure Midgard, I'm sure Midgard Stormer had shit all to do with anything in their lives, okay? So Nidhogg's like, okay, all I have in this fucking world are my two siblings that are left, and the other three got murdered by men. So you know what? I'm not going to trust these guys so much, but because, because my brother vored some chick, I guess I'm not going <laughs> to kill him. Fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. And you know what they fucking do? You know what they fucking do? They pin your sister down and violently murder her for no reason. We want power. Why? Why the fuck do you need it? What the fuck do you need? You know what you have? You have an alliance with every dragon that remains in the fucking world. What power do you need? What could you possibly need that power for? Okay? That's something they never fucking bring up. Why do they want power? Oh, because they're shitheads and they want power. Who fucking cares? You have a dragon army! What the fuck do you need two fucking eyes for? You know what's stronger than two dragon eyes? A fucking dragon! <laughs> Just saying! <laughs> That's the fucking reality. And so, fucking, goddammit. So they fucking kill her, and Nidhogg's like, what the fuck? And he goes to murder them, and they take his eyes too, because fuck him, I guess. Because the narrative thinks Nidhogg's the little bitch, I guess. So Nidhogg goes to Racefelger, and he's like, yo, bro, I know that, like, I'm mortally wounded here. Come on, help me out. I want to fuck all of them. Because fuck them. They have killed us 
down to you and me, and that's it. We're all that's left. Fuck those people. I want to destroy them. I want them to feel the pain that I feel. He's the villain. What? That guy's the villain? The heroes are the fuckwits that betrayed him? What? Oh, but it's been a thousand years. They don't know. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know what? If it was the other way around, if the dragons started the war, it would be the exact same fucking thing. It would be the exact same plot. We would still think Ishgard is the hero because the dragons started the war. But no, because it's Ishgard, because it's Ishgard and everyone loves Ishgard and you have to love Ishgard. Ishgard's the best. Don't you know Ishgard's the best? Fuck you. That's what, you, that's what they tell you. Go fuck yourself. So you're on that fucking bridge, right? You're on that fucking bridge, and Nidhogg deserves this. He deserves to win. He's just been betrayed by his last remaining brother, who, by the way, was right. Okay? Racevelger did the right thing, and the narrative constantly shits on him, too. All of Heaven's Word shits on people for being right and praises people for being pricks. So you go to Racevelger, you're like, hey, you're the reason this war existed. He's like, yeah, I'm the reason my brother's alive. Fuck you. But then you break his fucking will over time, like, hey, 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 no, you need to help us kill your brother. You need to help us kill your brother. You need to help us kill your brother. He's like, fine, fuck it, whatever, fine. <laughs> So he fights his brother, and he loses. Because of course he does, because Nidhogg's awesome. Nidhogg's the best. Nidhogg's so mad that you can't put him down, except you fucking do, because of course you fucking do. Because ah, because he's right, and you have to save Ishgard. You have to save Ishgard. You want to save Ishgard. You love Ishgard. Fuck you. So you fucking, you finally, you finally kill Ishgard. Or sorry, no, you don't. You don't do that. <laughs> That's Alternate, what you want. You finally kill Nidhogg. You finally kill Nidhogg. And then you have to save Astinian, okay? You sail, dead. Harshfont, who people still love for some reason, dead. Minfilia, dead. He's fucking Ishtola, magic cancer, probably gonna die. Vancred, <laughs> maybe magic cancer, probably gonna die. Most of the other good characters in the fucking game, either gone, defanged, or dead, if they're not Ishgardian. Okay? But Estinian, we have to save Estinian. Alpha Note's over there fucking, oh, I can't let Estinian die. <laughs> You sail? I didn't even have a fucking kind word to say over her death. I was gonna say grave there, but they didn't even give her one. Fuck you. You don't even give a grave to the character that gives her fucking life to save all of you. Harshfont takes a fucking blow that would have missed. If you go back, I fucking tell you, go back and look at that video. That arrow would not have hit you. He literally dies for nothing. He jumps <laughs> <laughs> in front of a spear so, he, so you know he would die for you. That's it. That's all he fucking does. It was gonna miss. It hits between your legs. It's <laughs> like a crowd. fucking Larry David I'm... episode. Oh, he dies for nothing. And Isail gives her life. And the most anyone gives, the most anyone gives, is Isaiah going, hey, Iceheart, maybe you weren't that bad after all. Fuck you. You use her fucking, the, the fucking evil name your people gave her. You can't even use her actual name, you piece of shit. And then five minutes later, hey, let's do the fucking shenanigans with the robot, with the fucking Biggs and Wedge. That's funny. Everyone wants to laugh now, right? Oh, man. Oh, wait, see? A sale died for literally nothing because they already have a fucking cast room here. Great work. Awesome. Wonderful. Ah, so you're on the bridge. You're on the fucking bridge. You're on the goddamn motherfucking bridge. And Astinian's there. The bridge. And Astinian's there. And you have to run forward. And you have to pull the fucking eyes off him. Oh, God, we have to save Astinian. So you save Astinian, you fucking pull the eyes off, but you can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. You have to be helped by the ghosts of Harshfont and fucking Isail. <laughs> Isail apparently is a Stockholm Syndrome ghost too, because she's here watching all this bullshit like shit. I guess I love Astinian too, fuck. 
I'm a terribly written character now that the narrative will never appreciate and always treat like a piece of shit and they'll never, ever, ever give me any credit whatsoever and just continue to treat me like I was wrong even though I was right the entire fucking time and I'm actually the hero of fucking heaven's work. Breathe. And then, and then, they throw the eyes into the fucking abyss. And you know what? I'm cool with that. I've heard a lot of people be like, hey, that was stupid. But, like, if you actually look at the lore, like, they throw it into, like, this turbulent ether storm that nothing should be able to survive in. So, like, okay, yeah, whatever, cool, fine. Uh, but then Asians fuck it up, because Asians fuck everything up. And actually, I'm okay with Asians fucking everything up, because Nabriales... That's what they're supposed to do. Nabriales is hilarious, and so mm-hmm. I can't hate Asians. I can't, AS- I can't hate Asians ever, because Nabriales has the funniest fucking voice acting ever. He sounds like a goddamn Saturday morning cartoon villain. Like, yes! It's, <laughs> it's me, Nabriales! I'm going to kill all of them! <laughs> um, so I love the Asians, but then you get to 3.4. It's like, hey, 3.4, it's starting to be about things that I fucking care about. Like, you have Gabu, and you have all this cool shit. Psych! Nidhogg's eyes are back! We couldn't let that shit go! God... Fucking damn it. And so then you get to Stormblood. And you know what? I'm going to spoil Stormblood here. So if you haven't heard, if you haven't played Stormblood, fucking, I don't know. But Stormblood, okay, we have to bring Astinian back. And guess what? He's not better. He's not any better. He's a fucking condescending little piece of shit. And I had people tell me in advance, hey, Astinian's in the story. I'm like, well, then fuck this game. And they're like, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. See, he only does one thing, and it's really useful, and he's like a cool guy, and then he leaves. I'm like, no, the only thing he should do is die and then get <laughs> thrown up by his entrails and then have everyone in a circle stand around him and go, man, he was such a piece of shit. We hate wow. Astinian. Astinian's awful. Let's walk back every kind word anyone's ever said about Astinian because he was a little piece of shit. And then they burn him. After, like, the Garleans and the Eorzeans call, like, a Christmas truce? Like, World War One, Like, fucking 1914, the Christmas truce? They all get together and they fucking play underneath the splayed-out corpse of Astinian and celebrate that that piece of shit's fucking dead. Okay? And so then, and so then, he's in fucking Stormblood and you see him and they have to warn you. They have to be like, oh, Astinian's here. Astinian's here and he's talking cryptic and he's all cool and shit. Don't you love Astinian? No! No, I fucking hate him! And so then... Okay, Red, who is an infinitely better character than anyone in Heaven's Word. Way more interesting. Been fighting a war for fucking two, two, over two decades, okay? This dude's fucking awesome. He's hardcore. He's an old man. He's a badass. He fucking deals with his shit. He's a deep human character. When all of his friends get fucking killed in front of him, he actually struggles. Like He's like, God, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And he finds hope, and he finds faith. And he's such a great fucking allegory for Alamigo as a fucking civilization, which is way better than Ishgard, by the way. Way better than Ishgard. Even with the Garlean bullshit, they're better than Ishgard. I'd rather live in fucking Garlean Alamigo than in Ishgard. Um, because at least then it's not fucking the religion that's saying, oh, at least then they're just like, ah, no, you're a piece of shit. We're assholes. We're going to be honest about that. No. In Ishgard, it's, hey, Halene says you have to jump off the cliff. Sorry. Um, ah, so you go, and you're an Alamigo. And I want to remind you all of something, because you may not have noticed this, but I've watched that cutscene over and over because I fucking hate him. Um, if you go back and you look, they establish that Astidian is already there. He is there. He is waiting. He does not break that cannon until it fires and it kills Conrad and it kills all the rest of the skulls and it kills a bunch of resistance people. And he could have broken it before then, but he doesn't. And you know why he doesn't? Why? Because that wouldn't have been dramatic enough. Estinian has to be a melodramatic little piece of shit and he gets Conrad and all these other good, actually interesting characters fucking murdered because Estinian has to be cool. And then after he does it, and the Garlean somehow managed to fail to shoot him, like, for fuck's sake, couldn't one of you just hit the bastard? No, of course not. They can't do anything right, those pieces of fucking dog shit. Gaius Van Belzar would have put one between his eyes. Just saying. 
Um, and then he's like, he has the fucking nerve. He has the fucking nerve to take out that cannon and then go, hey, boy, you owe me. Like, fuck you. Alphano has grown more as a character in, like, a month than you have in your entire fucking life, you fucking bastard. And so then you beat the game, okay? You beat the hardest fight in an MSQ so far. I think it's fair to say that, like, people overestimate how hard Shinryu is, but I think it's fair to say Shinryu is the hardest fight yet in the MSQ. Yes, I agree. Except, except for maybe in terms of fate. Um, so you beat the hardest fight in the MSQ ever so far. And you're like, fuck yeah, I did it. I won. I'm the hero. We killed that son of a bitch, Xenos, who so had it coming. And by the way, you'll notice the narrative does not play Xenos like a hero. The, Zeno, the narrative lets you know that Xenos is a villain. And that's the other, like, that's the biggest problem. If Estinian was this big a piece of shit and the camera told you he was a big piece of shit, that'd be fine. That'd be totally fine. But no, the game wants you to love him. Okay, so you've killed Shinryu. You did it. You win. You're the best. You free Doma and Alamigo. Everyone's here to talk about how great you are. Everyone loves you. Here's your fucking victory scene. By the way, did you forget about Estinian? Did you forget about Estinian? He has to show up and do a thing. He has to break those eyes because no one else in this fucking game is smart enough to. What? What? Oh. So yeah, I hate Estinian. You could, you could say I'm not a fan of his character. Not, not, not a fan. How long was that rant? That's <laughs> epic. That was fucking that's epic. Minutes. I, yeah. that, that's a rant that's that puts a Nero to shit. I, I, we, yeah, I was going to say, we, we ran about some shit. I think we have a summoner rant coming up pretty soon. And I don't oh, know that we? we've been able to rant to that degree. But then again, I cheered every time Astinian was on the screen. So I'm probably, I'm probably hated right now. I will absolve you for your sins because you would make an entertaining podcast. Still a better love story than Twilight. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. Okay. I also want to point out that Estinian is based on the biggest piece of shit other than him in the Final Fantasy series, Kane Highwind. Don't go on about Kane. Wow. Okay. I just want to say that? one thing. I just want to say one thing about Kane, and it's that Kane Highwind is a character who, upon annihilating an entire village, which it's implied he doesn't know that's what you're going to do, he comes across a scared, tiny little girl. And he's like, well, guess we better kill that one, too. And Cecil's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Kane goes, oh, uh, I mean, j joking. Kane, still a better character than Astinian. Still more likable. Still more capable. <laughs> Dragons are assholes. Dragons are... No, don't don't slander dragoons because Freya in Final Fantasy IX is the is the best, and that's what dragoons should fucking be. Oh no. Okay, well, Estinian's an asshole. I think we can mostly agree on that. Yes, point. let's move on before we're here all night. <laughs> all right, let's move I'm on. I'm sorry about that. No, <laughs> no, happening. we were warned ahead of time, folks. Just so I, you warned, know. I warned you I think, twice. Off I think. I, th I think. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Next news item is Final Fantasy XIV Storms into PAX West 2017. Okay, guys, I just got to say, before, before we read this, it had a little nugget in it that just made some of us four, four years in the making, five years happy to even see it noted. I mean, how many times, Ruby? How many times? Oh, my God. So All many right. times. All right, so PAX West 2017 is coming up. It's in Seattle. Uh, and uh, Koji, Michael Christopher Koji Fox is going to be there I to our like, I, I, I really want to shake that man's hand. If I if I ever get to an event again where he's around, I am going to. I I have gotten to uh, see Soken. I've gotten to see Yoshi P. 
uh, I'd like to actually, you know, get to meet him. Cause he's he's like just like my favorite. He's person. amazing. He is amazing. So he's going to be in uh, at this at Pax West. He's going to do a a panel, and uh, so it says he'll also be answering various lore related questions gathered from the official forum. So be sure to don't you don't miss out. Why are there no tacos in Orzia? Who knows? Hopefully Koji Fox does. Guys, we have been on the taco agenda for years. Oh my god. Tacos for Eorzea. Taco tacos. party hashtag. We've been talking about tacos for since this game has dawned. Our um our friend and uh, free company member Millicent Green has been tacos, tacos, tacos since day one. We have carried the banner for tacos and we have asked in every Q&A we've sent in where are the tacos at fan fest we wrote on the slips of paper where -hmm. are the i got them i put them in reinhardt's hot little hand i said you have to take these to yoshida we've got to find out about the tacos and i don't know what happened i don't blame reinhardt i don't blame anybody but for some reason they've held back this taco information and for once a a light of hope a bit of sanity here, and they have admitted that there are no tacos in Eorzea. It's coming. It's it's going to be here. And Gather Together, I'm sorry, but I feel like Gather Together has brought tacos to Eorzea. That's my that's just my humble opinion as as co-host of of this do podcast. Rem- do you remember you ta- the Taco Party? The Taco Party. Taco party. That was how many years ago? We were still on sequence break, I think, and we had the taco party. I, there's probably still margarita salt somewhere in this computer room. There was there was so many drinks drank, and it was all in the honor of the taco. We've so. been talking about Thavnarian tacos forever. We have Tavnasian tacos in 11. We were looking for, what's a nation with the T name? Alamigan taco, where are we going with this? Well, we've been to Alamigo. We've been to the east. We've been everywhere. You're not getting Kugane tacos. I There's don't think not Kugane tacos, but Thavner. We've got the onions. They make a, a great addition to the tacos. I think Thavnerian tacos are coming. They, I they can have see it. a. Yeah. Tacos and falafel. Oh, falafel. Uh, ooh, yeah. What if we get uh, Dalmascan tacos? <laughs> Could be a thing. I'm ready Could to go be. to Dalmasca, too. I'm, I'm ready yeah. for that shit. All right, uh, panel attendees are going to get this mini double-sided Stormblood poster. This is this is somebody somebody steal another one and send one of these to me. I want this. Well, and I need I can't two so I can hang them <gasps> both sides Wait, up. I know two people who live in Seattle, but they don't. I don't know if I if they like me enough to go. Fusion X, send us one. Uh, all right, that's on Saturday, September second. So uh, go check it out. Go. Just raise your fist and chant tacos in the in yeah do it. Uh, they they are also having the Sasano battle challenge with the T-shirt that we didn't get at FanFest. I mean, <sighs> you know, not that I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm holding back. Okay. Uh, regarding price changes for Brazilian and Russian Steam users, I started seeing little hints of this uh, on Reddit and I think I saw it on Twitter on the official forums. I don't know what the fuck happened, but. Uh, alongside patch 4.06, they increased the sub price, subscription price, uh, for Brazilian and Russian Steam platform users. Uh, they're apologizing; it wasn't communicated ahead of time. It sounds like this is actually, um, uh, it's quite a steep price increase, isn't it? I don't them? know the dollar it, amount. 
Yeah, it sounded like it was like, wow, we can't afford it anymore. It's enough uh, that they got to roll it back for two yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're going to revert the the price adjustments. Uh, they're going to do a MOG station maintenance on August sixteenth, and they're going to put the reduced prices back in for sixty days. But then they're going to put them back to what they are today. I, what is this supposed to accomplish? Is it just a little? I'm sorry. Please rebudget. Time, I guess or? so. I mean, people will play I, for sixty more days and then unsub instead of unsubbing now. I don't. I don't well, know. well, they're getting thirty games uh, or thirty days of time added to their accounts. That's that's nice, but you know, this, these things should be communicated ahead of time. Is kind of the biggest thing. You know, price for whatever reason they had to do this or what, I don't know. They don't explain that in there, do they? Why they did it? No, I think they no. they hover just, over just, that point. They're like they're like the price is going up. They they should have told people ahead of time. Is is my big issue with it? I think that this is like even bigger than like FF14. This mm -hmm. kind of thing in general is an issue uh, in your the Eastern European theater and in like your market like Brazil that I've seen a lot of is companies can't seem to figure out how they want to price things in those regions because you have a lot of people that are worried about like, oh, well, if the game's 60 bucks in the U.S. and it's 80 in Canada, but it's the equivalent of 30 bucks in Russia, then people will just get the Russian version. Like, they'll back, they'll back import it, right? Like people do with anime in Japan. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, people, like, you have to tailor what you're selling to the local economy. And it's easy to forget that that's a thing when everything's digital. But, like... When the average income in an area is significantly higher or significantly lower than another area, if you're going to get customers there, you have to tailor your price to that. And I think it's unfortunate that they would have uh, a certain price set for Brazilian and Russian Steam users and then have to increase it. I also think it's, I think it might be some kind of, because it specifies it's just Steam users, right? People that bought the game straight from them don't have that issue. That's what the, yeah, that's what the article says. I don't, I haven't heard any you know if there's actually problems outside of the steam prices is steam setting some prices is steam doing some strange thing with conversions of currencies i don't know but uh yeah that's it's unfortunate i i don't want to i don't want to lose our brazilian and russian steam users i mean i don't personally know any but i mean they should be able to they, they've come to expect a certain price range and if this is pricing them out of playing that that's not good yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any case where something that will thin out the community is a good thing, if it's not just straight out like banning people that are cheating or whatever, yeah. you know. Yep. Or banning uh, people who frequent who frequent I I have I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, patch four point zero six notes. This came out today. I I, I know I know there's a thing. It's bothering people in here, but let's let's start from the top. Uh, the rewards for certain trade craft leaves has been increased. Well, I really haven't done any, so yay me. <laughs> yay me too. Uh, they, I know they uh, they have increased the rewards from the what's that fate? That's Ixion. Ixion fate. Yeah, so it used to be uh, the reward before gold was two, silver was one horn. Now it's gold is six, silver is three. I think they just want more people to get through it more quickly so they quit crashing the zone. Indeed. That's what I'm reading out of that. Uh, and I've also heard that people would rather have them, uh, have Square Enix reduce the amount needed to get the items, not increase the amount that you get from the fate. But whatever, this is the option they chose. Well, 
And I was a little surprised. So I did the Fox Fate one, mm-hmm. and one one do of that got me everything you could get plus duplicate stuff. Uh, yeah, so, me too. And I so I didn't even buy the horns weird. yet or the the yeah. ears. Yeah, I'm. I glamour the ears right now. They're cute. The minions cute. There's the furniture piece. Yeah. Well, you know, I've ca- I camped that one out for a while in different zones, and and I did it. But the they need to figure some shit out. They got Well, one thing. This is like, well, it kind of shits on the open world content that we always kind of want to have because as soon as we have one world boss, I guess if you call it that, it mm-hmm. fucks up the server so bad you can't even get it done. And then I think about, remember Coral Regina? I, I only finished, I, I never like even got from like that. Long. Yeah. I mean, who, who the fuck does that now? What's, uh, why not refresh some of that stuff? Let us use that or a piece from each that and Behemoth and something else to get some yeah. other item. I mean, just it, make it, it more interactive. Do something yeah. more with it. That would actually be like a good idea. Like if uh, instead of the individual items, like you get you beat Coral Gina, you only get the item for those pieces. Like what if they just straight up did like if you beat a world boss, you get a generic token that's used for world boss rewards. There you go. Yeah. Well, and it would keep more people hunting in more zones too. I think. Well, the other one of the things that's a problem with this game though is they they don't have server stability and things balanced for open world content. They just don't. Yeah. Everyone. You know, there how many fights that are about early pulling for a you know A ranks and S ranks, and it's like, well, there's no claim system. Uh, travel is instantaneous and cheap, so you know, true hunters, people who are out there hunting things, are gonna find it, and then you know they'll pull, and the rest of the servers there, it, it it's it just doesn't work. And they, I think they've just taken, I think it's in here later, didn't they take the instances back out too? They did, yeah. Yeah, so... All but they, one they... zone. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, the locks. Uh-huh. You have to keep them in the you locks because them. of the damn Ixian fate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They, 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 they're trying to do open-world things, and I appreciate that because I am a lover of that kind of content, but open-world content should be something that you can't teleport and run to in five minutes. In my mind, you should be out there with a party hunting for it so they, you know... But whatever. whatever. I'm still waiting for one more thing for, for one more. One, one thing, more thing that our free company can do with ten people. Twelve people. Uh, not not four or eight. Yeah. 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 No, I guys, you go back to my fucking blog at one when one point and we've learned that two point is coming out. That is what I talked about at great fucking length was when you're the fifth or ninth person to log in and say hi anybody doing anything you 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 get told to sit outside and wait Sit on the carbuncle bench and wait mm-hmm. your turn yes so this this game is well and they should stop trying to do it then if they can't do it i want open world content but they cannot do it well so i think they should just honestly i kind of think but then also i'm like what is everybody in a fucking hurry for this stuff Honestly, I should probably go do Coralina now. I should probably get a link show that wants to do Coralina or something. I don't know. I, I think the reason the people get in the rush is like if you look at Odin now, it's really hard to get it's hard, uh, now. It's hard to get people together to take down Odin. And so I think it's like this mentality of of either it's either the mentality of I want to show off to everyone, hey, I did the thing first, ha ha ha, I have it and you don't. Mm-hmm. Or it's the mentality of if well if I don't do it now, I might never do it. 
Yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. I miss I miss Odin. Oh, I love seeing in my you know three of my link shells light up at hey, it's the weather in the shroud. Let's go. I and I loved going and doing that. And sometimes you'd win, sometimes you'd lose. Sometimes the server would fuck you over hardcore. Yeah, it's hilarious seeing just the piles of bodies. Yes, yes. I remember hearing that fairly early on. Odin literally killed the Balmung server. Like, because he's Zantetsukin, so many people, the data overwhelmed the server and crashed Balmung. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Odin used to crash servers. It's, it's not a joke. <laughs> you go in there, you'd like see a sea of disconnects, and then you are and no one got credit for anything. So, like I said, though, part of me is like, if they can't do it right, then they shouldn't do it. They That should be an intentional feature. <laughs> that should be on purpose. If you're going to do it, do it on purpose. All right, we have a whole bunch of battle system uh, adjustments. Uh, Lancer, Dragoon got some. I have no idea what they mean. A lot it's of like potency, potency increases. Bus. Yeah, Rogue Ninja. Combo potency increase. Pot- yeah, potency increase. Uh, Archer Bard. I, I do want to mention what I think is interesting about the uh, Dragoon notes is that it says that the uh, combo potency when hitting people in the rear with oh, that chaos, went down. With chaos Thrust went down. What I think that means is they increased the base potency by 10 and then reduced the positioning bonus by 10. So it does the same if you hit them in the back, but it makes the positioning less vital. Yeah. And they did so the it's same easier for ninjas. To play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is another way of saying we expect you to be scrubs. Yeah, and that's how I read it, honestly. And they've slowly done that. I mean, Lancer used to have some serious, or maybe it was Monk as well, used to have some serious positional stuff, and they've just kind of backed that up over time. Less and less about positions. It's all about lowering the skill. But then you you got tanks that spin the mobs around. Mm, That's true, too. Archer Bard, I heard these are good. They look good. Yeah, I heard these duration increases. Recast times reduced. Song effects will now be granted. Oh, even if the attack does no damage. All right. Which that's similar uh, to what Summoner had gotten previously, that if your Fester didn't hit with dots or your Bane didn't spread any dots or whatever, you're still going to get the Aether Flow stack so you can summon Bahamut, which was the last good Summoner change. Uh, I do want to just mention real quick, as someone who plays a lot of art, the straight shot effect duration increase is massive. Like that is okay. a huge deal. That's a big deal. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a really really good thing. Now, is that is straight shot? Is that a buff or? Tell, uh, it's tell basic... me, as a black mage, what that would be. Uh, explain to someone as a black mage. Yeah. Uh, imagine if remember when you had raging strikes uh-huh. back in uh, Heaven's Word. Imagine if they uh, increase the duration of raging strikes. Okay, so ten more seconds of good stuff. Except it can be refreshed whenever you... Like, it's an attack that you refresh it with. It ups your crit rate, uh, and it's vital because all of their mechanics now are based around getting crit. crit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, some of these don't mean much if you don't play the class. If you're, I've, I've heard th- these machinist ones aren't garbage either, right? Those are a massive improvement it's to machinist. A big, big old buff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. used to be that uh, you never wanted to overheat ever because you <laughs> had a... Uh, net loss in dps and this makes it look like like the way they've changed this they want you to overheat they want you to overheat all the time they want you to do it over and over and over i mean you know originally i thought that was the goal like they want you to overheat which kind of changed the the way the dps went and then after you've overheated you go back into your normal rotation till you overheat again and that was kind of fucked up 
and it, I'm glad to see that they're actually kind of getting back to what I felt like the soul of Machinist was supposed to be for 4.0. Well, I think with Machinist, they do a really great job of making it feel like a like the Final Fantasy series Machinist, where instead of a job that shoots things, it's a job that just has a fuckload of weird gimmick tools, mm-hmm. and you just throw shit at people. Like a literal wrench. Like a literal wrench. Well, that is I, one of their moves, yes. I mean, like, we had... Um... Edgar, King Edgar from Six, who had all the tools and and a chainsaw and a chainsaw and a chainsaw chainsaw confirmed for five Oh hell yeah! Um, you want to talk about our idea for Summoner for five We'll get there. Summoner, okay, yeah. Are we done with Machinist? Machinist, good. Summoner. Oh boy. Not not impressive. Oh boy. No, there and Summoners are pissed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this with honestly, though, really they've tweaked some small stuff. They've promised us that the battle, these, these aren't the battle changes that are coming. This is just like potency buffs and a couple other things. I, I don't think these are the we're adding a new ability kind of thing. That I think those are still coming in 4.1. Why don't you just add the old abilities back that were good? <laughs> Man, sustain. Why would anyone need sustain? Uh, all right, so so go summoner discussion. So I think the biggest reason that I feel that this is insulting to summoners when it's a potency buff of combined total of 20 mm-hmm. to your dots, um, the biggest reason that's insulting to me, uh, that, is, that still keeps their potency lower than it was in Heaven's Word. Um, and beca- because Bio 1 doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Um, and then on top of that, you're looking... like it's, It'd be one thing if all of the changes were slight, but the machinist changes are massive. Like, yes. that is a huge overhaul to how Machinist works, and that's clearly in response to Machinist being like, what the fuck? Like, you, this job statistically sucks. And the Dragoon buffs are not insignificant either. Like, that's, that's a pretty big increase in potency. Um, like, you know, and again, like I said, the straight shot buff is huge. That's huge. That's another thing you don't have to refresh for an additional 10 seconds. And because their dots are already on a 30-second timer, and now their buff is on a 30-second timer, like... That's fantastic. Summoner got, hey, I know that you do half the damage of a red mage and a third of the burst of a red mage, single target. But uh, we decided to fix that by giving you an increase of 20 potency. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That, you should take your buffs and like it, it's scrub. Inc- it is incredibly insulting, and I don't main Summoner. I, I have secondaried Summoner um, from the get-go. I was a main White Mage, uh, and then I've switched to Red Mage. But coming up in Stormblood content, I did level my Summoner to 70, so I'd have a DPS that was viable. <laughs> I thought. Uh, no, it was viable. You cleared shit with us. No, I mean, it works. And the DPS isn't the issue to me with Summoner. I think Summoners can still do somewhat decent DPS. The burst really isn't there. Uh, I mean, I guess they're wanting you to be more bursty, actually, because, you know, pull out uh, Bahamut as quick as you can and, and explode all over. But, you know, the devotion seems weak to me. Um, the loss of uh, sustain, uh, the pets, I, you know, there's a lot of bitching about the pets MP being too high because once they die, because you can't keep them healed and it, you still have a huge MP cost to be- put them back out on the field. Uh, the loss of AOEs being uh, Bane being the reduction, the loss of Miasma too. Um, I really feel like AOEing as a summoner fucking sucks. 
big time uh, compared to, to red mage for sure with scatter scatter all day long and then jump in for the enhanced whatever that does the sword swipe thank god bless red mage is amazing in comparison um red mage what, is amazing. what else the chicken nugget can't really keep hate uh-huh. and, and you can't heal him anyway um there's all kinds of fucked off problems but summoners weren't i don't think we're bitching as much about dps i do agree that the dps is subpar but I don't think as much as the clunkiness of the rotation and the mm-hmm. way the job is playing in comparison. And my lamentation was that I felt like Summoner's niche was the dots, putting the three dots, juggling the dots, and then doing your blast as necessary, holding that blast back for when I needed to do burst damage. Now it's just like, let's try to pull out Bahamut as quickly as possible and let's spam Ruin all day long. Oh, the other bitching, that Ruin 3... Uh, in comparison to Ruin, Ruin 4 is what Ruin 3 used to be, and uh, we just want the original Ruin 3 back with, you know, and, and people are going like, well, you're going to get more procs, you're going to get more Ruin 4 procs now, whatever. Fuck that. Give us back the original Ruin 3, and I think things would be better. So there's just a lot of areas that need fixing, need repair, and instead of looking at all the things I just listed, or any of the things I just listed, they gave an increase to potency to Bio 3 and Miasma 3. I do think the more extreme changes are coming. I, 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 I'm in my heart of heart, I'm hoping, because these all look, some of them are kind of a big deal, but most of them are kind of like, eh, potency increases. But, you know, somebody will say... We, every time we've seen patch notes like this, though, the next major patch had much bigger changes. Adding abilities, removing abilities fundamentally changing ability. I agree 100% that that's what they'll do, that there is a plan in place. Somebody, I'm playing devil's advocate, will say, well, Scholar got Miasma 2 back. Why can't they Mm -hmm. just give Summoner um, Sustain back? It's still in the game. Can't they just give it back to him? You know, just one, one thing that they can give back. Yeah, well, and they should be talking about it, too. They should when they put these patch notes out. If they really do have bigger changes in their back pocket for us, they should say, "Here are some incremental small changes, but we have we we do have more changes for you. So please stay tuned." And they should talk about them, you know, at the next major. Yeah, he, Yoshida said something on a Japanese broadcast, all in Japanese, and it just trickled out as much as mm-hmm. there will be changes to Summoner Machinist in four oh six, and that's really all we got. And then this. I think, like, honestly, the biggest the biggest fix they could do for Summoner, like, one thing that would just be massive and make it way better than it is now is if they let you stack Aetherflow and Dreadworm. Like, mm. in Heaven's Word, doing that was really awesome because you could blow through Dreadworm and then immediately blow through Dreadworm again, and then by the time you've done all that, you can almost do Dreadworm again, you know? Um, but now, because... Uh, Dreadworm stacks lock out Aetherflow stacks, and it's possible to use Aetherflow and just throw that stacks in the garbage. Um, it, it, it makes it rough. It, does, it slows your DPS down in relation to before. It slows your rotation down. And then, like, honestly, the biggest thing, like, the last patch, when they, when they uh, changed Summoner, they buffed Summoner, all these other jobs, getting all these other reworks. And then in a Summoner, it's like, hey, we hear people complaining that Summoner sucks. So we decided that that's probably because you suck. So uh-huh. here, uh, now if you fuck up Fester and Bane, you baby, you don't just fuck yourself <laughs> over. 
because you suck. Like that's what it felt like, yeah, you know? Like I, that, I hear that. That feels like where that comes from because that's all I can think of is that. They didn't give any potency changes whatsoever and they didn't do any ability changes other than that. And so that feels to me like what they were literally saying is we hear you complaining. Clearly this is why it's because you suck. You know, I think there was this overcorrection in Stormblood as well where they were like, we got to put these gauges on every job because we don't want people to stare at the bars at the top. Nobody should be staring at the bars at the top. We want them to stare at the gauge now. Whatever. Um, but I felt like part of the fun for me, for Summoner, was watching those dots, making sure everything had the dots, and keeping in mind that a dot was about to fall off and to weave that in while I was doing my other abilities. Now that that feels like it's been taken away because you've got two dots in the Ruin buff, um, I just don't have the same flow where I feel like I can throw three dots on this thing move to the next target, throw three dots on that, go back to the original target, do my thing, whatever I want to do. I just don't feel like I have that freedom anymore to do that, and I feel like it's just, it's completely lost the flavor of the class. In my opinion, kind of the way maybe Bard had felt for some when they had changed it from 2.0 to 3.0. And I, I think, like, in addition to that, like what you're saying, the other big problem besides just get ridding, getting rid of one of the dots is that they massively increase the MP cost of the two dots that you still have. Yes. So you can't oh, do, what you did, what, do what you might do before. Terrible on Summoner. When, you, when I was doing the dummy right when Stormblood came out and I was able to unlock the 70 dummies and I was practicing the fucked off opener and rotation for it, um, it I, I would constantly run out of MP. Right at the end, I was squeaking to... Because the, it's almost like it's forcing you to spam Ruin 3 outside of Dreadworm. So you're paying that increased uh, Ruin cost just to get enough DPS so you could um, beat the target. And it just, everything about that rotation felt gross. Now, I probably need to go back to the drawing board. There's probably a better rotation now, whatever. But at the same time, I have seen the memes. I've seen the post that shows the summoner rotation, and it's just this clusterfuck of abilities. Uh, it's just gross. And Ruin spam, of course. It's just all about the Ruin 3 spam. You know, uh, clearly, the case uh, was that everyone thought, eh, you know, summoner has too much going on. You know what's great? Casting one spell. That's why people, that's why people play Black Mage, because... Uh, that's why people play casters. They only want to cast one spell, one right? One spell. When you play Black Mage, all you cast is Ice One. Like, that's all you really need. Yeah, Ice Red Mage, Mage just casts the Ice burst stone over and over. <laughs> and, and raise people for me because I'm too late. That's true. That's the other thing. Like that's what really just irritates the hell out of me is there is like I've asked around, I've done the research. There is nothing that Summoner can do that Red Mage, specifically Red Mage, cannot do as well or better. Better. Everything Nothing significant. Do, yeah, everything you can do, I can do better. Can do yeah. Summoner's whole thing used to be like one of their big reasons you would have a summoner in the party was hey, raise. if like both healers die, swift raise. Just like congratulations, you just saved the run. Meanwhile, the red mage has raised the entire party. And cured the tank. And oh, I was in a I was in an expert. I know it's completely different than doing an extreme or a savage content, but I was in an expert that the tank decided in Kugani Tower he was gonna pull like Four sets of mobs all together with those exploding shits and all that, which, you know, it's fine. I can handle it as a DPS, but the, the healers somehow got killed, and then the tank died or whatever. 
What's your boy Ruby do? I raised the healer, and then I raised the tank, and then I kept the tank healed while the healer was getting his MP back, and then I mana shifted some MP over to the healer so they could continue while the other DPS got raised and was coming back in and all that, and I saved the fucking group. Now, yeah, it's an expert, but goddamn Red Mage is strong. It's incredibly if we're talking strong. About, if we're talking about broken Red Mages, there was one time that I was running, I think it was Alamigo, and the healer died in the second boss, and they accidentally reset. So I was running Red Mage, and I switched to healer. And we basically beat the second boss without a healer in, um, in Alamigo. The heals are crazy strong. I have soloed Ultima Weapon, um, Ramu, Shiva, uh, Ifrit, Garuda, um, okay. I, I've I've soloed a bunch of shit. That's fun. Oh, turn five. I can solo turn five. Um, oh, I need red, to try that. Red, it's fun, dude. It's fucking fun. You have to time up the flesh and the contra six, ready to go when the owl bear or whatever traps you comes up, so you can kill it before it binds you, or else you're fucked. That's my tip. Ruby's tip. Just Good the dear. tip. Um. Anyway, that's my that's my summoner rant. Yes, you're right. Red Mage can do anything. Summoner can do better. I thought uh, Summoner had the niche with the raise. If you can't heal as well as a Red Mage, at least be able to heal your own pet, which is my bitching with sustain. Well, and, and I think Summoner should have to manage some more pet things. I think that would keep it more interactive or something i don't know i feel like there's well and i still think the, pet, pet the pets are fucked off in a way because i think what they should have done is and they did they gave that extension that was on garuda they took it away but they gave it a shitty ability mm -hmm. for the mp uh, uh thing which makes it like required in an opener where people are like you start with garuda and then you sub in ifrit so you can get that that mp or what the magic the magic reduction so that you can hit them hard, the mob harder, whatever. It's fucked off. Um, the, the taking that extension ability off of Garuda, so Garuda wasn't the one and only summon that you ever had out, but instead they just really, they should have just given that to the summoner. They should have kept the dots, let them have the extension naturally on the summoner, made the pets a little more equal like they did with... Because I like what they did with Garuda and Ifrit as far as I can kind of interchange them a little bit, but they still need their own flavor. We know what the chicken nugget is for. I would like to see a little more flavor between Garuda. Because, you know, we don't have... We don't have any um, elemental weaknesses, so that's not. Don't a thing. get me started. I know we don't, we don't have, time. We don't have time for that rant. We'll talk about elemental weaknesses anyway. I'll get off the fucking summoner soapbox because there's plenty <laughs> other people who main it that have a lot more to say than I do and can say it more coherently. But this is not the droid we're looking for. This is not the and fix. Not, these are not the fixes, I, and I, I remain whole that they're in 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 pro. All right, season five of the feast will begin. I I'm too much of a scrub to do this, but uh, top combatants, blah blah blah, will receive rewards, blah blah blah. That armor looks fucking sick. I haven't looked at it yet, and there's no link. Is there, there's no there's link a new in this? article up, but I didn't there's add it to the one? notes. Okay, okay. Whatever, well, but... Jesus Christ, Ruby, what am I, I know? What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you even on this podcast? <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so uh, season five of the feast. I I I don't I don't I don't PvP guys. But but for those of you who do, go fight hard. Yeah, um, got, go ahead. I got to silver rank in season one of the feast, and then Overwatch came out, and I fucked off. Uh huh. 
I, I used to PvP a lot, um, and they just keep, they, they seem intent on making me not have fun with PvP. Like, not that PvP in general is not fun, but they keep not wanting me specifically with the specific bullshit that I specifically do be fun anymore. Oh. Oh, so they, they, they don't allow you to do the things that make it fun for you? Like well, the Dark Knight thing? Well, like, right right after they, uh, so, like, my favorite PvP in Heaven's Word was Summoner. Um, and now Summoner does not work the same as it used uh, to. Yeah. But the way they work it in PvP, it's kind of good now, kind of. It's pretty good on the burst. But, like, the best was Dark Knight um, for me. Like, what I enjoyed the most was Dark Knight. Because Dark Knight had the ability to, every 10 seconds, use Unmend to pull someone into wherever the Dark Knight was at the time. And it was a fairly slow draw-in. And then you could just stun them. And so you can pull someone who's even just slightly out of position to their doom. Um, and I got so many assists doing that. And they went, hmm, no, that, that shouldn't be happening like that is. So now it, it's a 30-second cooldown, and the effect is a lot faster. So... It doesn't even like it's not even as good of a CC anymore. I also I, I also really like shoving people off a cliff as a machinist. It's so much, <laughs> dude. When you when you bait a samurai because they're so easy to bait. When you bait a samurai, <laughs> they're so. If you see a samurai in PvP, there's a nine out of ten chance that they suck. Um, but if you can bait them into doing their cool little dash like right through you, and you're standing next to a cliff, it's so easy to get them like trigger happy, and then they'll pass right past you, and they'll go, oh, I'm on the edge of a cliff, and then you just kick them off with a blank, and you get an instant kill. It's yeah, I, fl- I flew it or people off the cliff before. I like PvP as a healer. I really like going in as a white mage. People really appreciate that you're healing their asses, but then they run off and let you be murdered. And it's I, I need to PvP more with a set or something, because I will heal you, I will DPS, I will push all the right buttons, and but you have to keep people off me for five seconds don't pvp as a scholar it's the most miserable experience i've ever had as pvp see scholar used to be like oh my god a scholar they're gonna murder us mm-hmm. they, they they used to be like so we target the white mage first and then oh scholars coming everybody run because we can't hardly handle it and is it maybe it's different now but hey god, no lie they... summoner is fun in pvp the rotation's way better well, you have oh, to do yeah. so much work in order to summon your fairy, and once it's out, it like drains all of its bar, and it's gone oh. again in like thirty seconds. Okay. Uh, are, all right. Remind me, are you guys on the uh, Ether data center? They're on Excalibur. Primal. 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 Oh, well, sh- well, I have I have a level fifty character on your server. I I, I transferred one over there before we got quarantined. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you you could still transfer, but you can create a new one when I did it. All right, items. We were already pre-warned about this. Uh, Grade 2, 3, 4, and 5 carbonized matter will sell to NPCs for tiny, tiny amounts now. So I hope you sold them when they told you to. The next one, I don't know who these mobs are. The number of items dropped from the following enemies has been increased. Hell... Guy and Manza. I don't know what the how the fuck to say those. Anybody know what those are? The Manza Reese. I do not. Are those in the uh, Asim step? Oh, it's the, the hair. It's the hair. That's the item. Thank you. What hair? They have hair. Uh, People farm it for stuff, apparently. Yeah. Sorry, hair. I'll, oh, yeah. It must be a cloth craft. 
stuff. Oh yeah, fur lined gazelle skin boots, worsted yarn. Oh yeah, that is it's the stuff for the worsted yarn that makes people fucking insane. Hmm. So, so yeah, they've increased the items dropped. It was a bottleneck. I now remember people doing the math and being like, to make this hat, I need this much hair and this much blah, blah, blah. And it was not, it wasn't reasonable. So they changed it. Uh, they've removed the automatic logout function. So apparently the queues have gone down enough. They resolved some all issues. Day, baby. I know. I'm not reading these, but they, they resolved some issues. It's good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, we don't have any reminders. Do we do we want to cover our blogs this week or shall we save them for next week? They're super short. The okay. the one Go with the, the storm of blood, that one is about the PvP gear. Oh, does this one show this cool fucking PvP gear from the feast? Is this where the the goodness is here? There is a concept art for the armor that's kind of I don't know, Batman looking? I don't know. Looks looks pretty fucking sweet. Is this the is this the armor you guys were talking about? That looks badass. Yes, it is. It's fucking cool, dude. I've not I, I don't think I've done a feast match at all since it originally launched and for Christ's sake, there's no way I've done any any ranked matches. Too much of a sh- chicken shit for that. But I hear ranked is pretty dead, honestly. The queue times are super long because there's only a handful of people that do it. That sucks. I, I'm just afraid because it's like I feel like I'm going to get yelled at or some kind of hardcore Harry's going to be in there acting like a douchebag or something. I mean, my Well, don't they still have the auto? Don't they still have the auto chat? Oh, yeah. That, that still infuriates me that that's a thing that they did. Yeah, we don't want you guys to talk shit, so we're going to just take away talking. Coordination, what's that? Mm. Uh, by the 12, I need that armor set. Yes, yes. In the new season, some highly anticipated weapons will be added to the lineup rewards. Naturally, we've created these exciting new weapons for all jobs, so they've got some question marks and some silhouettes, but uh, looks good, looks good. And that's really it for, for that deal. There was a culling time, but that's already aired. That's August 4th. So you can go back and check that out. And I think that's typically uh, Ockmorn and uh, I can't pronounce the other one. Aya? It, it, yeah, it's Aya, but I can't ever pronounce her, her character name. It's like Sisir. Sisir? 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 Something like that. I think it's a really baffling decision to add something that 100 people will get. Yeah. Not many. Uh, maybe this is our chance to join the ranked PvP. <laughs> no way. Uh, the next one is Shaved Ice Ice Baby. Uh, cute pun. Uh, and then this one is <laughs> just you're about... old like me. Yeah, if I had the tape. I had oh, the tape. Did you? I yeah, to the yet. extreme, baby. Mm-hmm. What's tape? I can, I can oh, vanilla say the whole ice. lyrics. <laughs> the whole lyrics. I, I used to. <laughs> Uh, so we've got a, this is a preview from uh, the uh, the new event for Moonfire Fair, and it showcases the Mikote's ass in the poster, and it showcases the new uh, palette swap with a diable uh, shushi gear that's available in Moonfire Fair, and then the big ass snow cone that I guess appeared last year. Is This isn't like a new emote, the cold thing, huh? I think they're just... 
no, I don't... showcasing emotes in 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 yeah, sequence. Yeah, I think it must be the same. It must be the same. Yeah, because that's uh, that's slash facepalm. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing new there, but they, they do showcase the new poster and swimming with the palette swap of the uh, the new gear. So that and that starts today. So get out there and, uh, and fish, make some battered haddock or whatever. And that's it for the blog post. That's that's quick enough. I didn't take it. All right, time. yeah. Let's uh let's move on to happy hour. We have uh we have a few emails. All right, Shuffy. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's a slight increasing in people who are. Oh, this was in response to the last episode mm-hmm. where we talked about awful, awful gross people. people. Gross people. All right. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's a slight increasing number of people who are my way or the highway, or that I'm supposed to understand what should be the norm. I main as a white mage, and the other day while doing a dungeon, I was told to keep my enmity low for boss fights because it makes them easier. I was scratching my head at this because I hadn't pulled hate from the boss. Is there something I'm missing here? I mean, I was a fairly straightforward run. On the flip side, however, I do recall getting chewed out one time over not knowing how to open up healing during a mob pull. Granted, the group I was with were a bunch of jerks, but it did make me think about how to open up healing that's worked pretty well so far. Anyway, I like this episode. First time actually tuning in, I'll definitely listen to more. Thank you. Very cool, Shuffy. I don't, I'm not really, like, I'm trying to gather what what's saying by, like, the opening, the open up on healing. Are you talking about, like, an opener or talking about, like, going full balls talking, to the wall I think healing? It's when they're doing a, I think it's when they're doing a big pull. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, not to start with a regen, maybe. Right, yeah, and that's classic stuff, yeah. you know. Put to, put to, uh, I don't know, what are they, a white mage. So, yeah, that one's actually going to be... Probably pretty easy. I mean, just knowing you're, we're both white mages, Yelta and I. So I mean, yeah. Put your, put your if, I, if I know they're there. gonna do a big, if I know they're doing a big pull, I can handle it. If they use cooldowns, uh, I don't. I'm gonna just answer the initial thought. I don't know if there's an increasing or not. I feel like it's about the same as it's always been. Mm-hmm. Some some runs you get nice people. Some runs you're you get the tank who never doesn't know how cooldowns are and bitch at you for um, letting them die and they're in barely the equipment to get into the dungeon. You know, I mean, that shit happens. You got to let some of that roll off your back. Now, like the second one she talked, or she talks about, um, they got chewed out for not knowing how to open, open up healing during a mob pull. Uh, they may have been jerks, but at least they tried to just take what you can from it and move on. It, you can't change them being jerks, but maybe you can learn something. Other times it's just like you have to know it's not, you're not the problem. So... I haven't seen more or less of this. It seems about the same to me in the last. But um, uh, try not to be too sensitive, and you know, try to let some of that shit roll off your back. Because some people are just assholes, and you know what? If some people are enough of an asshole, I will leave and I'll go fishing for half an hour and make a million gil, and you can wait for a healer. Oh, exactly. I I will say. Oh, sorry. No, Uh, I was just gonna say. Doesn't mean you're gonna get anything better anyway. I mean. I might have been better than what you're going to get on the next poll. So mm-hmm. that's that's your choice. Go for it. Okay. I will say, uh, as someone who plays this game at all hours of the night and day, um, I have noticed since Stormblood that there has been a massive increase in people that either have no idea what the fuck they're doing or are screwing around or like otherwise just being toxic. But only in like the span of hours from like 1 a.m. central US time to 7 or 8 a.m. central US time. Like if you queue outside that it's identical to how it was before, but for some reason within that time zone you get stuff like the time that I tried to beat 
Susano, normal story, uh, eight times. And I don't, I don't mean eight wipes. I mean eight, we went in, disbanded, left, queued again. Uh, that was fun. Ooh. I so I, I the think kids it, being out of school. I'm I blame do. The children. That's a good idea. That might be it. Go back to school, kids. Learn how to DPS. Well, and I definitely have like back-to-back parties. I like like uh, when I was learning Susano, for instance, I have one party that everybody was fucking green in it. We went in, we learned some stuff, positive attitudes, moving forward. You know, and then the next party, you know, we cleared or whatever. But then you get another party where, like, someone's like, I've been doing this all day and I can't figure out why I can't win. And he's just hostile to everybody and starts kicking people and whatever. Uh, back to back, right? And then the next party, I mean, you know, half an hour later is it depends on who you get tossed in with. And, and maybe time of day has something to do with it. Yeah. And there's definitely, there is definitely a lot of people who have just joined the game now because they want to play a samurai or a red mage. They, they I've, I've been in parties with people who admit they bought their whatever. Some of them are like, teach me. And other people are like, you don't pay my sub. You know, I, I, I don't think it's really different. I think you're seeing a lot more in, you know, you're playing more. Everybody's playing more because it's still fresh. We haven't hit burnout stage. We must be getting there because they took out the AFK, you know, mm-hmm. timer kick. But uh, until September, you know, it's not a vast wasteland yet, but it's coming. Um, you know, it. It. I don't think it's any worse or any better, but I. I do think that you see more of it because you're playing more right now, and other people are too. But I. That's just me. All right, nightmare creature says. I could not find where to enter the contest for the Amazon Summer DLC. Why? Seeing that chess piece makes me cry literally. I'm sorry. It was it, it was linked, guys. It was I, there. I, There's a menu on there. the right. You can click on that. There's it was a separate post. This is not our last contest. I think we actually have some stuff. I think um oh, I think Chili gave us something that we can use for an upcoming Chili contest. Us so praise yeah. lava scorpion we, we may have another contest before too long and nightmare creature keep listening and we'll announce another contest we'll tweet it out all that other stuff and uh we'll we'll get you in on the next one i promise we'll get you in on the next one i know career right now we're talking about you know we might might be time she, she doesn't even play the game or listen to the podcast anymore but she's like yeah you should give away some more stuff i'm like i i do that all right fleur cooperstone hi I wanted to write in and thank you. You're doing a wonderful pod. Continue loving your podcast. It's always fun and interesting. I look forward to a new podcast of yours comes out so I can hear it right away. You're my favorite podcast. Smiley face. Thank you. For me, I'm way behind. Filthy casual sigh. I've made it to level 69 samurai. Nice. 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 And still got some Stormblood story to complete. The story is so good. Samurai is super wonderful and fun to me. One day I may even finish the Stormblood story and go on gathering and crafting, I think. Savage Raids, yep, I will never be going on one of those. I don't mind not seeing some extra special stuff that anyone who raids slash does Savage will get to see a perfectly good trade-off from me. I do what I love to do, and I have fun doing it. I go slow, explore, and have great fun all the time. Savage just isn't in my cards as fun. Hugging everyone as they log in, exploring, crafting, gathering, doing maps, and gardening is my fun. Keep up the wonderful work, Fleur. I think, was this in response to the fact that the fourth Omega boss has a special boss phase? I think so, yeah. So, you know, Fleur, you know, 
even after you know once once the next level of raid is out and you know once you know we're over gearing this current one everyone can see it if they want to people are still putting things in the party finder hey i've never seen coil let's run these four floors and you know there's it, it's still it's happening it's still in the party finder just because you can't see it today doesn't mean you'll never see it and um i remember when we took both you know find you know find some people those people you hug when they log in eventually some of them might want to see it and you might get to go and don't worry about being casual i mean the game's not going anywhere there's no super high-end reward for being first you what you're gonna do is you're gonna do like me where you played really hard for three weeks leveled a bunch of stuff to 70 and then we're like Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna yeah, take a break. Yeah, then you get burned out or whatever. <laughs> little yeah. little minor burnout or whatever. So, don't don't worry about it. I I feel just like this just goes back to the find your people stuff you talk about. Find your fun. What's fun for you? So if hugging your free company members, doing your cact pot, doing some gardening or maps, going exploring the countryside and sitting and taking some G post screenshots. If that is your evening and you feel good and you go to bed with a smile on your face, God bless you. Enjoy that. That's that's great. Uh, you're one of the good people. You're not toxic in a dungeon. You're not throwing shit. You're not angry. You're not shitting on other players. Uh, great. Keep it up, Fleur. Love it. No, I think, it's, I think it's perfect. You play at your pace. All right. It's last call. We're going to do shout-outs. We're going to let our guests... Guests, go ahead and plug yourselves. Giggity. Okay, so if this goes up in time, <laughs> I, I, it, it, it probably will, maybe, right? Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, on Thursday, the 10th of August, uh, Brohamid and I are going to do, speaking of Red Mage being overpowered, we're going <laughs> to do what may be the dumbest thing we've ever streamed. Uh, on the Crucible uh, Twitch account, which is twitch.tv slash the Crucible FFXIV. Uh, we are going to be doing an event called Red Mage versus the World, where we are going to start at the very top of the duty list with Sestasha, and we're going to unsync every single dungeon in the entire game that can be unsynced as two Red Mages. And then whenever we fail or complete all of that, we are then going to move on to all of the trials until we fail, and then we'll do, and then we'll see how far into coil we can get. Uh, my prediction is T nine, uh, <laughs> unless we can somehow burn nail down fast enough, just the two of us. I, I don't think that's going to happen. How you going to keep them? Maybe. How you going to keep the columns apart? That's true. Oh shit! We might need three red mages. <laughs> we might need three red mages, but um. We are going to be doing that starting at 2 central time, and that's going to be a very, very, very long stream. <laughs> you uh, forgot about the big thing. The big thing? Oh, and we're going to end it with a four red mage EX roulette. Ooh. All right. Like Which, that. personally, I think that as long as we don't get uh, Temple of the Fist, we'll be fine. I like so it. that's going to be some stupid bullshit that we're up to. You can also find us uh, besides twitch.tv slash thecrucibleffxiv. Please follow us. We're just starting out. We like to stream for more than one two people at a time. We're, uh, we're the Crucible FFXIV on Tumblr, also on Facebook, and soon to be YouTube. 
we have something big planned for our one year anniversary coming up and we are going to announce it through youtube and spread it all over like wildfire you can also follow us at crucible ffxiv on twitter because the crucible was a little too long <laughs> and i would just like to personally real quick give a uh, shout out to valeri Be- uh, bear i think that's how it's pronounced uh, v apostrophe L E R I E and then B E H R on Balmung because they have personally supplied all of the fish that I need for my 24 fucking characters to do the Moonfire Fair event. <laughs> and that is probably the kindest thing anyone's done for me in a long time. So thank you. Very nice. It's always good when someone helps you out. Or... All right. <laughs> All right, Ruby. Do you have any shoutouts? Uh, these guys, the Crucible. Go, go read. Go watch. Hell yeah! Listen. <laughs> laugh, laugh long and hard, or you know, be upset at how clever they are, and you're not. And we're gonna plug the hell out of this shit, and then mm-hmm. I hope we get to do this again in the future, guys. I really enjoyed having you on the show. We won't mention anything from the Frozen. <laughs> North. Northwest of Eorzea <laughs> ever again. I'd like to think that you guys have learned that. <laughs> I do apologize for that. That's um, but in fairness, happen, you were warned. You Rant were warned. That's okay. God forbid he shows up in 5.0 because then we're, we're in the <laughs> Oh my god. He's never going to go away. I'm going to be plagued with that fucking specter the rest of my life. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> but we do want to um, we do want to thank you uh, for being on the show uh, tonight and uh, being uh, being able to Pimp your stuff out to to the listeners here. You guys put out a great product, and we really appreciate you being on. We actually have a rule um, for any article goes live. It has to be run past me first. And if I don't laugh at least one time when reading the article, it, it's not allowed to go live. Seems Cutting fair. room floor. I, I will say, <laughs> we're, we're big fans of your work. Um, I personally need so many podcasts because I do so much grinding on so many other games and so you know you can run Palace of the Dead in your sleep you need something to keep your mind awake mm-hmm. and you guys are fantastic for that um, and I'm glad that you have such huge archive that'll last me a really long time um, and thank you for having us on like this was a lot of fun uh, I I can't speak for Brahamit but I would personally love to come back sometime this was great oh I would too you know I've been listening since at the very least, before FanFest, because mm-hmm. that's how I knew how to find Ruby and give him the cover. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have to have a beer sometime very soon. Yes, oh, we do live close to each other. Same, same state. Same state. We live in the same five-mile five radius. Five-mile radius. That reminds me, I have to go... So what's her from Phoenix down, Luna? I have to go. I have to go have a drink with her sometime. We yeah, live, I'm waiting to hear like, you and Luna and Kloss go out for drinks. And, well, because uh, because like goes. I think don't I work like in the same town she lives in, or I, I drive so. through her town to get to work. Yeah, this should happen. Or maybe maybe I should. I need to put the call out to see if anybody wants to go to that. Um, Trials of Bahamut. Right, because like uh, Chicago's not that far for all of us. I don't know. It sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. I think we should have you again. It has been a super fun time, but it's closing time now. You don't have to go home. can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. 
email us at gtfxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs. We, we kind of covered the plugging. Uh, go ahead and plug your at Twitter, Ruby. Mine? Yes, of yeah. course. You can find me at Rubicon Vale on Twitter. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yeltasumasu. Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You're such a great (laughs) fellow.